Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined by my friend, my companion, my duo. He's a staple to the Call of Duty scene. He goes by the name of Ben Janaseem. Give it up for Ben, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tom, it's been a great day. Woke up, you know. Oh, you, you, you woke up today? I'm, I'm telling a whole story and you're cutting me off, man. My bad, Listen, I woke up, watched F1, banger race, a lot to talk about. Everybody's going to have their opinions of what happened in that race. I but saw. Was, we, can, we can all agree it was exciting. Very exciting. Watched Lewis the British Hamilton Open. and shit, right? Oh, There's a big yeah. crash. Big crash, lap one. I watched the British Open, aka the Open Championship, if you love everywhere, everywhere else but America. Uh -huh. That was exciting. Shout out Colin Morikawa. Very nice. But uh, uh, John Rahm, optic fan, and a nice, uh, what do you got, like top three. Back to mm -hmm. a nice top three, so you'll have to see that going to the Olympics. Yep. And we finally had a great day. I mean, we've been like, we've had some good matches in the last couple of weeks, but we had like three matches that were all simultaneously like better than a six out of 10. I mean, let's be honest. The last few days of matches have been absolutely fucking full gays. They've been, oh, it's shit. been like that for like two weeks. It's been a lot of blowouts. Um, there's been no, there's been no good matches, man. It just feels, it just feels like the, the, the teams are so no, lopsided. A lot been, of top teams just keep matches. playing a lot Hold of up. bottom teams. You know There's what I'm been good matches. It's just the matches themselves have been blowouts. Kinda. Kinda. I it's disrespectful to a lot of teams, but it's all good. We can agree to disagree. I don't give a fuck. A lot of the teams are absolutely <laughs> dirt enough. shit, and they've been getting smoked. I mean, a lot of these matches, bro, they've been terrible. They've been boring. Let's be honest. The viewer count, we've been having 10 to 13K viewers every single day because the matches have just been boring. I think today we finally had, you know, a couple top teams finally battling it out. You know, we had some def we definitely had some good matches today. Definitely some exciting ones. But, guys, Ben is not the only one on the show today. Well, Ben's on the show every day. Uh, but we got sure. AKA Methods, AKA Zinny, the one, the only Zinny. Let's go Optic. Let's go Optic. No claps? I just clapped. I clapped. Oh, I, clapped. I, I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him. What's what going on? Zinny, going you on? didn't do the fucking inch. I said Zinny. No, you ruined it. You fucking ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking, I had to come with what the people wanted to hear. Hey, where were you yesterday? You too cool for the show? Oh, I was hammered. You told me not. You told me that you weren't drinking. You lied to me. No, I was. I wasn't. When you called, uh -huh. I was drinking water. Okay. Yeah. Because that was like right when you started the show, whatever. Uh -huh. I was. I was getting the water in me to get my hydration in. Uh huh. <laughs> and then we started pounding tequila, tequila <laughs> ginger ales. You know what I'm saying? Tequila shots. Tequila ginger ales. That's a thing. I don't know. I, my friend got me one, and I was like, "This is kind of not terrible." N never heard of a tequila, Wait, no, ginger, tequila ale. ginger ale. Actually, sounds like. But now, but now I'm retired from tequila. <laughs> Zin, you said you were retired from drinking, and that showed that it wasn't the fucking case. I unretired from drinking, and now I'm back. But now I'm retired from drinking tequila. Listen, Zen, I felt the same way because, as you know, our mutual friend Ethan's a big fan of Fives Alive. Great drinking game. Yeah. I've been on the wrong side of too many tequila shots playing that game, so I am also tequila shots from get tequila. you, man. You, you, at some point, you just hit a wall, and there's an, and, and and you can't climb back over it. Once you, <laughs> it's, once, a very, it's a very tall wall. Yeah, once you get hit off the wall, man, you you you're scratching at the surface. There's nothing you can do at Listen, that point. Man, I never. I'm not really a drinker. You know, I don't really drink that much. I never really have. I never really got into it. I've never been like a really big drinker. I'm not saying I've never, you know, gotten a little twisty sometimes. I've definitely have, but you know. The Papanya, that's a different story. You know, the Papanya is a different story. But let's get into the matches today because we had a lot of amazing matches today. When I think the last two were, were really good. The first one was very interesting to me. 
Uh, we're going to get into it very, very quickly. We have uh, some couple other people I think that will be joining us on the show. Davis, a.k.a. Hitch from Optic. Davis might, is coming on? He might. He said he might stop in. What the fuck he going to do on here? I don't know. It's Zen. He was on here yesterday, and he was a great guest. Yeah, was Davis good? Yeah, David. I'm, I'm listen, sad I missed that. I think vibing. he came on because I didn't, because I wasn't on. Yeah, I think that's what it was. His name was actually Hitch is greater than Davis. That was his name on Teamspeak. Hitch is greater than Methods. You mean? Oh, er, yeah, he's er, obsessed er, with er, me. Er, er, Hitch greater than Methods. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, he's obsessed with me. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, look who it is. So, is this guy here? Hello, are you here? Yeah, yeah, but I'm outside. <laughs> oh, you're outside. We got Crimp Six Ian Porter, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time. On the is this your first time on a flank? No, I don't know. It's I don't know what's the flank and what's your normal stream. Yeah, yeah, no. It's the first time on the flank. I think you've been on the pinch time, before. Yeah, I think no, he's been on pinch. like the pinch and some fuck. He's been on my stream a lot. But guys, let's get a W six in the chat. When Porter is outside, that means there is a bogue in hand. Is that true, Ian? Correct. Uh, usually, yeah, like eighty percent. Eighty, I would say ninety. I'm saying ninety five to ninety nine percent. Anything around there, but listen. It's close. It's Guys, definitely close. Can we spam uh, unblock Zen in the chat, please? Wait, Hashtag yeah, unblock Zen. I, I'm still blocked by him. Uh, Porter, I think I'm you might still, have a little grudge. Uh, I am still blocked by C6. Is there a problem with you and Anthony Zinni, Porter? No. So here's the thing. He thinks that having me blocked is optimal for his performance. But they lost the, their most recent match before today. So it, it proved untrue. Porter, is this true? Uh, yes, but I don't care what you guys say. He's in his staying block, dude. Porter, don't give a shit. I'll tell wait, you that. Wait, 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 Tommy, do you need my cam or anything? Do I need to go on my computer? No, nah, you're good. You're chilling. Unless you want to, unless, uh, unless we could get real fugues and, and start bringing nah, his camera nah, on. bro. Bro, um, my hair, dude, I need, I need to get a Look at my bad. hair. Look at my, my yeah. hair's all over the place. I look like an wait, animal. Wait, let's see, let's see. Hold you don't on. need a haircut. You need, need to start wearing hats. No, no, here's the problem, Zin, okay? The problem is, uh, at the end of the week, I got a little party to go to. Okay. okay. So I want to have a nice fresh cut for the okay. party. So I'm waiting. I got an appointment at the end of the week, you know? So that that's, way, that's... you know, I look nice and fresh for the party. But I did for my I'm, vacation. I'm different, man. I like, I like my haircut. Like a week after my haircut. Oh, I don't like... I like walking I, out that bitch. No, I don't like the fresh haircut, man. My hair is ass for the fresh cut. A week? Oh, buddy. I'm looking good. Wait, hold on. You just, you just gotta, like, like wait 12 hours, like, wake up, take a shower, and then you feel great with your new haircut. That's, like, the optimal. I agree, That's... like, right after you get your haircut, and you're still, like, especially if I get, like, a fade, like, i am still got some hair everywhere. But after that first shower, you're just like, wow. Oh, guys, let me fresh. tell you, Ben Jane is seen with a fade? Scary sight. Look, I, bro, wait, I, need, I need to see the fade. Dude, Ben literally loses 20 years, bro, when he gets He does. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's, he's looks like fucking... Distinguished gray strands in my hair. They all go away. I look Listen, all I, I like it. It's very classy, the gray Yeah, it's man. classy. It's Thank very, you, Tom. Very appreciate classy. that. It fits you, man. It just fits you, Ben Genesine. But listen, Ben, you better not choke the putt at the end of the show, by the way, because you have missed your last three putts. You understand that, right? Yeah, I've been kind of putting the bullshit this week. It's okay, because today's a new day. Let's get like, right I'm into like the John matches. I'm like John on the golf course today. It's tough. Listen, man, we had some fucking good matches today. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. We had LA Thieves kicking things off versus the Paris Legion. Unbelievable match here today. And also, quickly, I do want to say we have 9,500 viewers today right now during the show. And I'm sure it will continue to grow. So I appreciate everybody tuning in and joining us for the flank today. It's always a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure doing this show. So I just want to say thank you. Um, so we appreciate every single one of you. But let's get into it. LA Thieves did not look like 
the best team today been? I thought Cap, the the best kind of take I saw in this match is actually about their coach Cap. And I think it summarizes their, their problems, especially in the back end of this series, was then they got in trouble where they would get into good setups and they get a little anti and they'd push. They get blooded and they lose the map control. And look, Paris is a team with, with good slayers and they're going to capitalize on the mistakes. And I feel like that's where Dave's got in trouble in this series on top of the fact that we saw uh, Paris play very well in that uh, second map, SND. I know it went to round 11, but I was a big fan of how Paris ended up closing out that map. I mean, you know, it's it's like a, it's like a good thing and a bad thing for Paris. I mean, they come out, they look good. But, you know, you heard Temp talking about it, uh, you know, after the match in the interview. You know, he, he's like, you know, we won the match, but, you know, there's really not much to get excited for for us. You know, we feel like this, the league has just kind of like, for them, it's kind of over already. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, they can make a run at the major, but some of these extra side matches that they're winning, to them, it's like they still feel like losses, even when they're winning. And, that you know, that was hard to watch. You know, he was talking about mentally how it's been a tough year um, and how they've been going through a lot of ups and downs, mostly downs as a team and uh you know for somebody who's who's really good friends with a lot of those guys over there um it hurts to see ben honestly it hurts yeah i mean i agree i don't know zin how you feel about the whole situation about like paris in general or just the the teams that aren't going to champs i mean it's been a tough year for a lot of people it's a fucking it's uh i mean i've talked about it a lot right it's a lot of people pair their happiness with their team's performance because this is what we do Day in, day out, hours on end. It's like when your team's performing the best, it's in, it, it's the best feeling ever, and it's the best job ever. And then when your team's at the very bottom and you know, you, you're you're at rock bottom, it can be one of the worst because it's just draining. It's like this never-ending cycle of like, will we hit form? Like the nothing to play for. It, it's mm-hmm. tough, bro. And so I feel form. Um, I think they just got to go off the major, right? I, I, at this point, you're playing to just prove that you were a solid team. Like, no matter what. Like, like you're not going to champs. It's over. Go out. Go, go to the major. Go out with a bang and, and do your best there. But I feel them, bro. I mean, that's a, it's a tough reality hey, to accept. It's but, like we're playing right now. And we like, the, you know, the big tournament that every player looks forward uh, to, we can't go to. So mm-hmm. it's just like a kick in the balls two months before the tournament even happens or a month and a half, whatever it is. And a kick in the balls does not feel nice. I'll tell you that. So, you know, I, I feel for those guys, but they did play well today. And then over on the LA Thieves side, we actually do have Soap joining us today. And Soap, you had mentioned that LA Thieves is overrated. Do you still stand by that point? He's shitting his pants right now. Is he not there? I'm confused. He I don't just think joined he's there. the fucking well, call. That's unfortunate that he joined the call and then mute out when he left. I don't understand. It'd be great, it'd be great yeah, to know if he it. would uh, fall off lope. the from the other day. That's a lope. lope in the chat. That's a lope, ladies and gentlemen. Let's drop a lope. Oh, and... you're talking to me? Oh, what? What, what am I? T- Wait, what? Are you hammered? Are you faded off the papanya? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, but he's yeah, faded off the papanya. I can tell that's, that's a soap off the papanya voice. For let's sure. let's in chat. So, no papanya, no papanya. Tommy was mentioning that you said on a previous show that you thought that these were overrated. Having watched this series, do you still stand by your take? Soap, are you? F- are you? Fucking is this guy he's serious? Faded. Faded. I thought he was talking to you. Oh what? my soap? fucking god! Soap. Soap. Oh, soap. Wait, Dude, wait, so, wait. so, so, this is this is your last chance to answer the question, or you will okay, never okay. be on this show ever again, <laughs> ever. So, Soap, you have mentioned that LATs was overrated. <laughs> Do you still stand by your take? Yes. 
Absolutely, they're 100 percent overrated. And why do you got, say that? Listen, listen. They beat a very shitty London team, and then they beat New York, who is also bad. And now they lose to Paris, who's dead last. But what do you guys think? I think this LAD's roster is not that bad. Uh, I think the main thing for me is just inconsistencies with them. Like sometimes they look a lot better than other times. You know, they like great first phase. I mean, in this series they were just yeah, very like, underwhelming. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, like especially when you're in a race with Minnesota, like this is like a must-win match because like they lose today, you move up ten points. Like you're kind of in a race to secure winners that chance. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now you lose a series that you really can't afford to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, to a team that, I mean, like we just talked about, really doesn't have much... To, like, like, the win for Paris doesn't really mean anything. For Thieves, it means everything. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. They looked great first phase. If we get that version of <laughs> of Thieves more often, I think they're a fucking contender. If we get this version, I mean, it's just very yeah. average. Or below I don't think average. we're going to see Slasher get outslayed by 20-plus kills again this series. Like, he, he's usually pretty solid. He had a tough a series. Yeah, tough series that happens. John actually yeah. played not too bad in this series. Like I agree, Tom. I think they they just got to keep keep grinding, keep plugging away, uh, and then eventually the results are going to fall when they go to land. Uh, I'll tell you what, play though. Kenny has not skipped the beat all year. Yeah, Kenny's a beast. He's a really good player, and I think Draza's. I think the the two guys that I'm looking at for LA Thieves are Draza and Kenny. Those are the two the two superstars for me. You know, as of right now, the team is full of superstars, but I mean, for me, Draza and Kenny are like the two main guys, right? They've been um, standing out for sure. They've been standing out, and uh, I'm Austin just, I'm as well really at moments. Impressed. Yeah, I mean, all I, of, I, I mean, like, they're all superstars, like I said, you know. Yeah, the whole team. I like I like what I've seen from Draza. When we get to the APOC, I want to point out a couple of plays. I think he just, he, their whole team, especially in that map, I think they basically like just let Paris just stand still and get easy kills, and they were just trying to do a little too much on the map. Yeah, but that's a learning lesson. They're they're a team that hasn't been together for that long. Uh, this is not that bad of a loss. It's a loss that you have plenty of tape and go back and fix the key mistakes. Uh, and I know they didn't want to go in two this week, but uh, it is what it is. But it's experience going to the major and then champs. Mm-hmm. Well, they come out, they win the first map. Um, I personally wasn't even that into this match because it didn't really mean much. I thought LA Thieves was just going to kind of wipe them. I really started tuning in when Paris started looking promising. And it all started with this S&D, no Ben. Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen kind of Paris be sort of up and down S&D, but I, I feel like this team's got some good pedigree on raid, but this is a really bizarre raid S&D. Like, uh, some of the stuff that I saw on this map, like people not planning bomb, John TKing himself, and then John getting a 1v3, mm-hmm. and then the round 11, just like some absolute insano stuff happened in this map. It was actually pretty exciting. Yeah, definitely exciting. I do want to give Paris their props, because even though they're in a shitty situation, how many times do you see a team that's in a shitty situation completely chalk up the year? We've just, seen it way too often. And just not even try. I mean, these kids are strong, are showing straight passion, man. These kids, these kids are showing passion, and they show their love for the game. Um, and the fact that they're going out and just uh, and having a good time and still giving it their all, um, it's incredible to see. And, and they, got the, they got my respect. That's for sure. They definitely got my respect. I definitely want to tune into John's clutch. Um, but in the end, it wasn't enough, man. It wasn't enough. John yeah, clutch, me, they had uh, some good plays, and it went all the way to the wire, did it not? Yeah, I'm going to skip. I think this is the round. Yeah, so this is the beginning of the insanity. So Paris is going to do a really good job getting a blood off the beginning of this round. Uh-huh. Watch what Temp does. And yes, I know he's kind of holding the pinch, so they need to kind of shuffle this. But they go so long here with having both sides push out and never playing the bomb. And watch watch what Thieves does in the situation. Let's take a look. So you got one guy playing their side. You got a guy mid-map. So it looks like they're going to double the back here. They are assuming the bombs they're getting planted. The back, yeah, the they're assuming here. the bombs getting planted at this point. Yeah, which is a but, good assumption. 
But what, yeah, but it's a good for, assumption, but it's also for, a good play from Paris. Instead of playing I, the bomb, I, they're I, deciding to use their numbers I just, instead. I, I disagree. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see any positive to not plan right here when you have Wanji pushed out. No, I'm saying if they're either gotta go or just plant. Like they're not. They're indecisive. No, they, they, they didn't either. So that's what I'm saying. That was the problem. I say I'm saying it doesn't. You only it, get to wall banged off that van, which you don't see that often. So now it's a three v three, and Don's got shots, no help. Honestly, good shots out of Kenny too. His shots right there, and then and then John, he's shimmying, he's throwing shimmies. I mean, LATs do a good job working picks. Um, Paris definitely threw this round. They definitely threw this round a little bit. Um, if they're gonna push, like for instance, if if they if they think that they're gonna get shot off the bomb or, or what? I mean, if you have four guys alive, you might as well just get it down. No, it's it's very simple, Tom. Yeah, they yeah, had laundry control. Right. Get You're across, right. plan for laundry. You can't die from middle. Someone's watching a middle. Yeah, like, no, you really shouldn't have been Black Van. It's yeah. a, it's a, I made that mistake quite a few times. It's like, sometimes you'll get a pick there, but like if they have nades, you don't have a trophy. It's just a risky position to be in. Yeah, Especially because yeah. so, you can shoot right through. It's fucking paper thin. Yeah, the insanity it's... continues with this round. We'll watch this out where, where uh, some unfortunate situation happens for John here. Let's just leave it at that. Look at the... Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, It is what it is, man. He killed himself. Yeah. Uh, he threw the, the it happens, the wall. It happens. I mean, you you get back down. You go to chuck a grenade. Wasn't you stick the wall by accident. It was of an accident. You know, it happens. Uh, definitely not what you want to see out of Juanito Benito. But he ends up going down. Um, but I agree, Ben. It's just the indecisiveness, right? You're saying to plant the bomb. I'm saying, you know, it could be a good play if they push through. They got to do something. You know, make yeah. a play. Just be on the same page and make a play. It doesn't matter what you do in S&D. As long as you're all, all on the same page and you're being decisive and confident with your decision making, it's going to work. But they did the opposite. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. They were standing around, wasting time. Uh, the indecisiveness ended up killing them there. Um, and then, yeah, John ended up killing himself the next round, which wasn't really the best play. Unfortunate circumstances. What are you going to do? Paris ended up clutching this round. We're tied up at four going into the later half of this game, Ben. And apparently, yeah. Arsides just said some shit in the chat because everybody's going, uh, yeah. going wild. He, puts, he said some sus stuff, but we'll go ahead and ignore yeah, that. He, he does that. You know, Arsides likes to do that from time to time. So this round, this one's also kind of an interesting round. So Paris try to play some middle pressure. Donnie ends up picking up the bomb. There's nothing really going for, for Paris because they try to mid-play and Thieves are waiting for it. Mm -hmm. And this next round was wild. So I think that Paris should have pretty much easily closed out this round. But John has an incredible clutch to force this to round 11. Mm -hmm. Well, let's take a look. Definitely down to take a look at John's clutch and see what this guy's capable of. I mean, this is why they picked this guy up. Uh, you know, he's a world champion. You know, a lot of people put him up there as like, one of the top subs to ever do it. Um, and he has that playmaking ability to do stuff like this. I mean, he's dipping and weaving. He's able to pick up one play his life. It's a really good play, honestly. It's He's, he's playing his... Oh, my God. He gets, he, no, he gets lucky as fuck at the end there. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, this stack is play. unfortunate. Dude, John is turned. Look at him. He's fucking well, turned. I think Draza kind of made... I, the, the way this thing whole starts, it's an interesting play from Draza. He thinks that he gets the timing... To kind of yeet out a laundry, cross the planner, and see if he can shoot someone in the back. John's actually on the stairs to sort of help him out. Mm. Uh, but he ends up not getting that timing. It ends up being a three before. But just some great finesse out of John oh, wait, uh, did, staying alive. Did Draws just like turn too early? He had a free kill, no? I th I think he just got weird. He got a weird window. Cause, no, look. Because look where, where, where Don is. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah. shit timing. Wow. Crazy. That's tough. It's it is listen man one v three ace coming out of John this round to send this to a round eleven that's unbelievable stuff out of him. Um, I don't know how he doesn't get traded here, uh, but he ended up. Yeah, no, out. he was so weak. And now he was getting, weaker. Now he was getting team shot. And, and then right here, the right here, he's soundhorn. Look at Maddie's face. Yeah, 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 right there. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, Maddie lost full. Maddie definitely lost full. Donnie's smiling. Donnie's like, okay. Um, well, listen, Maddie regained a nice little round 11 from Paris here. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're able to go ahead and send this to a 1 1 going into map three. Well, that's great. You know, it's good to see Paris regaining after that. I, I think uh, John was definitely playing off his headset, too. If you guys haven't purchased a good headset, go check out the Astroid 40s. You know, they're a great headset. You guys should give it a go. Shout out to Astro Gaming. Hashtag. It's a good plug. Hashtag add. Use code Zoom. This episode of The Flank is brought to you by Astro, Astro Gaming. Well, well, we haven't gotten paid for that yet. Chow, chow, chow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Astro, man. I use their headsets. Uh, everybody loves Astro. Brought to you Astro's by man. Pornhub. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Pornhub. First of all, my grandparents are watching today. Oh, shout out. what's going on? Shout out to Nono Tomasi and shout out to Nona Tita. They're watching. Uh, I think they're over here today. They're upstairs. They're watching the Don't go the to show. that website. So, uh, thank you, uh, shout out to Nonna and no, uh, Nonno for, for watching today. Um, ignore Zinni, uh, sorry to Nonno Nana for having to hear that shit. Uh, yeah, but, a, by the way, this is a great heads up play from Donnie here. Uh, they get, they get in this 3v2. Right, they see the guys are trapped. Great shots from John here, too. Great shots here. Look at this. He yeah, hits some nice shots. But Don does a great job here kind of pinning them in. Mm -hmm. Uh, he Donnie goes to top bedroom and just sort of keeping them trapped. It takes a while for them to work a pick. Maddie's going to get unfortunately picked in window, but they're able to work this 2v2 and get a, a nice one here. Well, what's my biggest pet peeve in S&D, Ben? What's my biggest pet peeve? What is something I always complain about? I don't know. Why don't you tell the people, Tom? Waiting to the last 15, 20 seconds to hop that bomb. It's full-on Stainville. It's full-on Stainville, man. There is nothing more I hate than indecisiveness and people not knowing what to do and not getting – just make a play. Try and get the bomb. Because the, the minute you try and go with 10 seconds left, they know you're on the bomb. You have no other play. They're just going to shoot you off of it. And that's what happened. Donnie hit. He threw a shimmy on bomb, so nobody was on it. Once 15, 10 seconds hit, I mean, Donnie makes a great heads-up play. He hits the long route. Um, and that's what Donnie does best. You know what I'm saying? He, he he has a good read of the game. So Donnie Temp was able to make the play, hit the route, shoot him off the bomb. Round was over. We go into a raid control. A map number three. We've been seeing this map a lot, Ben. A lot of people have been playing raid control. Yeah, and this was this was a surprise result for me to be honest. Um, Paris has not been a good control team all year. Uh, on the flip side, Thieves have been about average. Uh, but even then, I would think that Thieves are probably going to win raid pretty comfortably. Instead. They get speed run 3-0'd by Paris, and all the momentum now swings to their side. Mm -hmm. I think the first round, Paris did a great job uh, working some kills and working some stacks. I mean, they really put the pressure on the LA Thieves. And that's what stacks do. I mean, when you stack that point, it's moving up so quick, you force the other team to panic. They start panicking, they start jumping at you. There's not much you can do there. Like, no, they bro, can't. You a can't four do stack is crazy fast. Even a three stack, a four stack's insane, though. It, like, it, you're forced it, to full-on sprint. Isn't it capped in, like, six or seven seconds in with a four stack? Four, stack, 11 seconds, four right? stack is 9 or 11, I think. Which is insane, bro. That's if, fast. But what I mean, get, basically, what, if you get the four dead... Which is basically one life, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. If they you get four dead, it's one laundry, it's shocked. Like, they, you would have to just throw the greatest Kobe's of all time and eat out a window to get there. And, and, of course, you know, Paris are able to win the offense. You know, they're up 2-0 now. Um, and they're able to close this one out. Gotta give some shout-outs to Scraps here. Because he was absolutely beaming this map. 21-10 right now on your screen. Guys, double positive. He was, uh, especially towards the end half of his game over by the Tiki side, um, this guy was just staying alive, playing his life, uh, winning kills, like staying, just playing his life. Matty's always done a great job playing his life. It's one of the things that he does really, really well. Yep. Um, so he just had a really great map. And, uh, you know, it shows that even the bottom half of teams in the league, right, they have talent. They have talent. A lot of these teams at the bottom, you know, they're at the bottom because of just other stuff. You know, it's mostly like the teamwork, yeah. you know, the team chemistry. 
Um, sure, it comes to talent sometimes when you get to the best of the best, like the teams at the top. But, you know, a lot of these guys, got, these guys are all professionals, man. At any given time, some of these guys can really pop off and show you what they're capable of, and that's what Scraps did <clears throat> today. I feel um, like Paris off. has always had like some good potential. Like I know, like always. for a while, for for a while in scrims they were playing really well. Um, they were an underdog for a while, and now it just sucks that unfortunately, um, there's just not much they can do. Nope, not much they can do, and it's just a great play out of him. And then we go into the apocalypse hard play. I mean, Paris wiped out like these in the control. Definitely a shocker to all of us. Honestly, I just didn't this wasn't really close either. No, it was not. I mean, it was just the break from Paris. I mean, they had such a good start to this game. And they do a great job just rotating. They just out-rotate LA Thieves to so many hills. Um, and, and especially in Apocalypse, a lot of these hills are hard to break. The P2 hill is really hard to break. This P4 hill behind this turtle or what statue, whatever the fuck. Turtle's, the, turtle's the real money hill in this game. It's I feel insane. Like it's not set it's so hard this, to break. This hill is really hard to break. People kind of, and, and rightfully so, people are chalking P2 and it was definitely a money hill. But I think now with the way the meta is evolved, like, bro, like, if you get a nice P4, you're set up for P5, like, like, I think mm -hmm. this is the real money hill now on the hey, map. And it's a good chain as well. From P4 to P5, going to that back yeah. hut hill, it's a great chain. You 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 can hold on to the spawns. You can hold off all the all the initial time, right? You can hold off all the old time. Um, and then you're right here. You hold spawns, and you could just keep flooding the hill over and over again. And you see LA Thieves. I mean, right here, they're trying to flood through the front. They end up breaking, uh, breaking on in. They get some kills, and that's very difficult to do. You know, Paris... You know, definitely was out playing them here. Um, and I think LA Thieves' talent kind of build them out a little bit there. They're able to get on in and maybe make hey some guys. little bit of... Uh... Oh, hey, look who it is. It's Asum. What's going on? Guys, we haven't seen Asum in a very long time here on the flank. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute, you know. I had to go through some stuff, you know. It's going to make the major. Minute. Now we're back. You know, we're not really winning. But you know what? Polo I, you G know, said I it thought best, I'd brother. make a nice special appearance. I like Polo, that. Asum. Polo G said it best. He said, everybody go through something. It's all about persevering. Facts. facts he was counting me facts. out. I put passion in every lyric. Okay, so listen, okay, man. Right, so, right. Listen, man. You just got to stick it out, man. You know oh, I know. Saying? Better days ahead, man. Better listen. days ahead. Listen, man. It's not just my company. My it is. You know it is my clothing company, but it's yeah. it. I, I truly mean it, man. You know, all you got to do is keep your head in the game and remain positive and, 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 and keep on trucking. Worth mm -hmm. the map. Hey, keep Better days hey, ahead, hey, man. Listen, we were talking the other day. You guys are in a good spot. Top four. You know, you guys had yeah, we're still top downs four, all, you know, all year. Good. Yeah, we're Listen, chilling, man, chilling. You, you go back. You figure out what the fuck's going on. One thing you guys can't deny is the talent you guys have because you were Facts. already at the top. You've already taken down top teams. You guys are the only team to beat FaZe twice this year. Facts. Um, giving them half of their losses. So you guys know. What you're capable of doing, but obviously today is not a New York day. This is, today is not a New York day. day. Today is an optic day. It's yeah. a Paris day, and it's a fucking Dallas, Dallas day. day. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, uh, last thing I want to say about Paris though is, even you, I know we've been uh, shouting. You guys were shouting out Scraps a lot. He, he had a big day today. Uh -huh. Three one against 100. That's my piece, man but, but uh, I think Zap fried this map as well. I think they that was did. a big reason why why they won this fourth map too. Hey, Zap is a hey, Zap's a playmaker, man. This guy oh, this is. guy can make plays. He's all over the map. He's aggressive. He's not afraid to challenge. Um, I think Zap, a lot of these guys, man, that are at the lower half of the league have talent, man. I'm telling you, it's just a lot of little things that have been holding them back. Um, and it's cool to see uh, guys like Zapdius really pop off against a team like LATs. I mean, he's going against some people who are staples to the scene. You have Slasher, John, Kenny. Absolute um, staples, Tom. Absolute staples, Zin. So it's, it's, it's cool to see some new guys stepping on up and, and showing what they're capable of doing, um, especially because it's coming to the end of the year now. You know, that there's going to be contract negotiations, team changes, roster swaps, and shit like that. 
um, you know, people really got to start paying attention who, you know, what people are capable of um, yep. because, you you know, going into next year, we're going to see a lot of roster changes, man, a lot. Um, so I'm really excited to see what all unfolds during the offseason. But huge shout-out to Zapdias. Huge shout-out to Paris. Ben, we got to pause here. What's going on? Yeah, I felt like this was the game right here. Um, it's a combo of a couple of things. Uh, uh-huh. Draza gets some bad timing, as you can see with Zap here. Uh, doesn't really see him hop from top radio, but because – he goes ahead, draws and pushes this out. Uh, his teammates, they get one gets traded and hell, suddenly they're spawning out. Uh, oh, I would say it's maybe a little bit more of a front bait than bad timing, but just little things for thieves need to be a little bit more in sync with what they want to do because they had a chance to have spawns there. They got insta flipped at the beginning of the hill. Paris able to stack into GG. Mm-hmm. Great, great plays, and I, I think too for for Paris here is they were just able to secure those spawns and just keep flooding in. Um, and which is why I secure the spawns. It. They were gifted spawns, but yeah, <laughs> they were kind of gifted. Why do you think that was? Because Draza pushed out and all his teammates died. Yeah, yeah, but there was a guy in the back. Like, if you rewind it, there was a guy in the back pushed up Elwall here. Maybe because they, they had hill control, right? So they spawned in the back. I mean, watch all situations. For it's four and four right now. Mm-hmm. There's one guy in hill. There's hill two control, in the back. Draza's out of the place, and so now it's basically it's now basically a a, a two v one and a two v two for all intents and purposes. They're going to go ahead and, and hit Cubby and kill the guy in Hill. I th- actually, no, they dump out. They get the timing on the guy going Cubby. Mm-hmm. So now it's a 2-on-1 and a 1-on-1. They're able to get up both of these kills. And that's a GG. Definitely a mishap from LA Thieves. Um, but I, I agree also, with Ben. You I, can't I, have Jaws push up like that yeah, on the rotation. I, I also just like to play from Paris. They're very decisive. They just kind of hit. Yeah. They do it together, right? They, they storm through the middle of the map together as a unit. They work some trades, and uh, they're able to secure it here. Um, but right here, I guess it's because Paris has the has the hill. You know, they get that back spawn, um, and the LA Thieves end up spawning out. So it's just a good play from Paris, um, and good job out of them. You see the smiles coming from their faces, the frustrations from LA Thieves. Um, you know, it was kind of like a, a double-edged sword again with, with Paris. Watch the echo, Ben. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> you're good from Paris. So good plays out of them. Uh, but then, listen, man, we got over 10,000 people in here. Uh, that's insane for one. So thank you all for joining. Shout out. I think Zoom I know Mafia. why. And I think, I think Zinny I think knows the, why. Zin, I why don't you the, let the people know what's going on today? I think the Dallas-Minnesota match, but everybody <laughs> <laughs> I think I think people want to fucking hear us talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. But first, we got to talk about this match because it was all right. I mean, it was a pretty good match. No, Zin. Optic, Chicago going up against Atlanta phase. And man. This had to be one of the best series that we have had all year long. These guys were going at it today. I was rock hard doing it. You were rock hard. Hard as fuck. Okay, well that's nice. Best uh, series of the year. Definitely best one series of the, the year. Uh, definitely one of them. One of the best series of the year. I mean, you have two powerhouse names. You got Phase. You got Optic. These guys, uh, you know, they they've been around for a really really long time. These organizations have been around for a minute now, and uh, you know, a lot of people uh, doubted Optic. I said FaZe was going to win. I think Ben said FaZe. Everybody said FaZe was going to win, let's be honest. Except except for Soap. Soap, there's a little thing going on between you and Skump. Yeah, we might be the new duo. So (laughs) this is is what happened. So Skump started playing league play with me, uh, Zin, and Soap. You know, like Skump started playing with Soap a little bit. And ever since Skump has been playing with Soap, he has not lost a series. They have went two and zero in previous before this series, six and zero map count. 
And then they then Soap before this series, we were playing League Play the other night, said to Seth, like, you know, you guys are probably gonna beat FaZe because you guys haven't lost since you were playing League Play with me. And they come out and beat FaZe. So uh, I'm the good luck. Don't fucking twist this, man. <laughs> I'm the nah, good luck. I think it's you oh, are the worst luck. We saw how your luck was the game in World War II. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, so we're going to act like oh, I wasn't the best player God. on NC. Oh, don't make, don't make me pipe up, you bald fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I know Crim's here. Shit. I don't know what his thoughts are on that statement, but it's all good. Oh, shit, I forgot Crim was here. make the people oh, around me better. He's not delusional. Yeah, here I'm goes right Crim. Now. Crim, what are you, 20 cigarettes in? How you doing over there? He's got his mic muted. Yeah, I think uh, Porter might be waiting for his series. I think he's chilling. He's probably hanging out over there. I don't know what he's doing, but he'll probably join us for his series. But um, Soap, you and Scump are the duo. But let's get into yep. it, man. I uh, think this is scary, man. I think I think what? Optic with confidence of beating FaZe becomes a lot scarier than they were. Optic obviously so? was like, True. obviously good. But all it takes is a match like this, like you beat FaZe. Now they're just thinking, okay, finally, we can lick. Like, now we can beat him. Uh -huh. And now yeah, I, 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 I think it gets scary. A huge weight off their shoulders. This is the best, for me, I think this is the best that we've seen Optic look all season. I felt like in the respawns, you know, Apoc's kind of a tough matchup, so we'll, we'll give him that one. But uh, I feel like especially in this Moscow, this is the best, since that's hard point we've seen from Optic all year. They looked decisive. They pushed as a team. They made and switch well. well. They look very I was, decisive. I was, like, and even individually, they yeah. look very decisive. Well, listen, decisive. we got to talk about this guy right over here. Soap. when I joined the team speak today before the Optic match, I tweeted out this picture of Dylan Envoy, and what did I tell you, Soap? said Envoy's going to have a day. I said, I have a weird <laughs> feeling. I woke up today, and I said, I don't know what it is, but I feel like Envoy is about to have a day. I, I said it to Soap before the series started, and he can confirm. I even had the picture tweeted to prove it. You've been I on said, fire this weekend. I have calls. been on fire with the calls, and I don't know what it is. It's not like I'm smart or anything. They're just lucky. They're just, <laughs> <Thunder guys. laughs> it, it's just me waking up having feelings, and I don't know what it is. I, I, like, I don't know. I woke up, and I said, dude, for some reason, Envoy's going to have a day. Win or lose, I wasn't sure if they are going to win, but Envoy was going to fry. And he fucking fried. This guy was having the day of his life. It was just the the... It's just like the playmaking ability, his understanding of like when to stay alive, you know, when to play his life, when to hit those routes, when to hit those flanks and pinches. I'm a big fan of the flanks, you know, hence the name, the flank. Okay, so when I watch this kid hitting routes that, you know, I used to hit, you're, you're just trying to change up. He's just very unorthodox and he does things. I mean, on standoff S&D, he was in a fucking phase of spawn. In ten seconds, on the on the, on the first uh, defensive round, right, man, which right. is, which is awesome like, to watch. I, lo I love that shit. And somebody say you're horny for Envoy. I'm just a fan, man. I, I like the way he plays. He's a good kid. He's he a gets good a player. lot of shit from he gets a lot of shit from people, and I don't think people fully understand the role he has to play on the team. Well, I think it's a little bit know, unfair. He, he, Who know, gives him shit? Hold on. Who gives him shit? No, uh, the fans shit. all the they time. Give him shit. Oh, the, all he does is flank. The, all he does is yeah. No. He gets that. He gets that gimmick, but they don't. Hold on. Hold on. The fans give the whole team shit depending on the day. One day, oh, I know. I know. But he's been the flavor of the You just got You just made his points. Flavor du jour. Uh, you teach me You keep me young, man. Flavor of the day. You keep me young, man. Um, I mean, I, I think they all get hate when they lose, and when they, they win, I think they all get praise. But uh, I don't know, dude. Oddly, I feel like this was good for both teams. Obviously, great for Optic. I think that this yeah, just like pisses FaZe off. Like, 
They got some little angry men over there, dude. A BZ tip. <laughs> dude, those, those, guys, those guys get mad. And I, I can assure you they them hopping on Twitter mad. after that loss and fucking just seeing everybody talk well, about... Everybody line. treated it like it was COD champs. Like, it, it, it was that big of a match. Everybody's mm -hmm. tweeting about it. People are fucking going nuts. And it was a really good match. It, it deserved all the praise it got. Great match. Uh, I think I think good for both teams. I think it just lights a, a, a fire for, for FaZe to be better than they already are. And then mm -hmm. Optic now just knows that they can do it. Well, listen, man. I definitely want to tune in to the Optic Chicago listening because these guys sounded great today. Um, you know, one thing that uh, Envoy said in the post-game interview was, you know, they felt like they were a little frantic at times in their comms. That's something they've been working on is, you know, I said that in, during the watch party. I was like, I feel like they're having a conversation with each other. I don't know who was in here during the watch party, but um, that was one of the main things I said is their comms sound great because they're just talking with each other. They're very calm. They're not frantic. They're not panicking. So let's tune in and let's listen to how they sound in case any of you guys missed it. He's lost uh, no, no, no. Nice. Yeah, I'm hitting out, I'm hitting out, I'm hitting out the mid. Yo, yo, what? I'm going rack, They're already Abe, Abe weak, Abe weak, they're mid. He's going to Eskies, he's going to Eskies. You guys should wrap Eskies, maybe? I'm holding go window. Yo, let's go for him, let's go Yeah, Abe might go Eskies. Yeah, top globe, top globe. Cell weak. Many time. Then close time. I'm helping Tom. Yo, right side time, right side time, right side time, Seth. One's Eskies, too. I don't see right. He's back right, he's back right, back right, back right. No, close right, close right. 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 Close right, I'm behind the entire time. This guy P2. You went on me? I'm seven seconds. You went up as yes, well. Once you beat Globe, I'm missing one. I'm missing one. I heard Alex. I'm here. Alex here. Yeah, Alex is here. I have help. I have help. I have help. So, once you absolute Globe, absolute Globe. And glass. And glass. Absolute Globe laying down. Grab Tom's on. Grab Left side. Globe, Globe. That's not me, Globe. I'm on the left side. Yo, he's street. Street cell. I have street. I have street. I have street. Put him in. I come back. You're going to be B-Search. You're going to be Hit Alex dead. Nice, I'm watching you mid. I'm trying to help the back. We need to search now. Hey, research, research. Yeah, I'm helping the back. I'm helping the back. Right door dead. I have the cross out the back. Nothing else mid. Don't go. Sell's in the back. Watching research. In the back. Sell. Weak dead. Flashman, flashman. I'm missing another. In time, me. Time, time, time. I'm losing dead. Stop. I'm getting your mid. Front again. Yeah, I'm holding your stairs. I'm holding your stairs. One mid. I mean two mid. I'm helping. I'm holding your stairs. Front. Anyone want to help push me? Okay, yeah, front. Okay, okay. Yeah, front. There's two. Two there. Another mid. Another mid. Another mid. Keep holding time. Nothing front. Pillar stuff. He's, he ran, he ran. Uh, he's 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 I like this on rotation. Listen to this. It's coming up. Right here. They really They put one bank, one in the back, and like two times. You're being like a crowd out of shoot. Nothing mid. Very calm. Back to the action in pristine hold. And Joe, I love the. When they get the time and they realize that they have a break coming up. They're very calm. They're very relaxed. You hear Envoy. They like to do this. You know, they like to do that. You know, let's work this. Let's work that. At the same time, you also have Scump, who's struggling, but his comms were, he, he seemed like he was still very into it, still energetic. You know, sometimes with players, they, they're having a bad map, and they let it get to them. You know, Great Scump, minds think alike, man. Uh, Scump, he, you know, he's being a, a, a great teammate. You know, when you're having a bad map, sometimes people can get frustrated. Oh, one right there. Oh, one over there. Uh, right here? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want to give credit to Seth because, one, he played great uh, the rest text, of the series. Yeah. He played absolutely great for the rest of the series. And not only is he, just because he's struggling here doesn't mean he's going to be a bad teammate. He's stepping up. 
He's being a king. He's being a captain for these guys, and that's what I love to see. So just great plays, great comms out of Opti Chicago. For the right one back. thing I, I want to say about this situation, because this is the game right here. We love our boy Salyam, but I, I got to kind of put a little bit of question on what his play is here. So Chris, a.k.a. Sim, gets two kills in bank. The last guy on Opti, there's one guy in Opti who's middle, and the last guy is on Hill. I'm not really sure what MC's doing with the wide peak here in the back because you're going to watch what happens which is Alec is facing multiple guys front and has zero help and that's actually how this break happens it's not from elbow mm -hmm. it's actually from the kills front and then it becomes a little bit mixy um, and this is one of the many breaks that Optic got by the way Optic broke like four or five hills yeah he's like he's point. like that's not a blind spot yeah like you can play tight with Alec and then if they come around the back they they can kind of team shot but I just think MC's being pretty useless here I mean he's watching elbow Three of them I don't think he's useless. Once. I think, I don't know. I, I see, how does it unfold here? Because I feel like he's in a good spot to help well, where the pressure Alex, comes from. It, it, it's bad timing here. Must have been a miscommunication. No, no, no there. one's watching front. Nobody's watching front. I mean, I agree yeah. with Ben. I mean, especially if MC has an AR. Uh, the, yeah. The hardest thing to do is come through front when everybody's on the head. Yeah. Bro, mm -hmm. RCD has an AR and Selim has an AR. They should both be head glitching. One should be low on hill. One should be on the thing. They Optic can't do anything coming around this corner. They're going to get yeah. rolled down. I mean, you have one guy who's already dead elbowed. The most hitting you front is one or two guys. You know, you just need to play. You just just need to hold your angles there. They played they played a little scared, maybe. You know, they were kind of holding their lanes, um, and just playing like off angles when they should have been just straight up challenging. You know, they have the they have the gunny. You know, yeah. They they should definitely just hold front and not let them come through. I mean, he literally waltz up front and just shoots a bees in the back. Yeah, I'll look. If you guys look at the screen right now, Alec is lying prone to hell. He's got no eyes. Abizi could out front, but he's engaging the guy elbow. Mm -hmm. Since out of the place, so that kind of really falls on both Abizi and Sal here to. No, but Alex should be getting info holding. though. Like Alex no, he can't. He's gonna get peeled. He might. He might have gotten shot. He's gonna get well, peeled. Well, that's too. what I'm saying. If Alec yeah. is gonna challenge, MC should challenge. They should be dual shotting. They should be cross yeah, yeah. They should be doing it together. Oh, ben, Ben's right. It's on the guy top balcony to watch front. He mm -hmm. has to watch the front. Or if MC is holding an off angle elbow, he needs to tell Abizi turn, get front. I got yeah. elbow. Or vice versa, they need to communicate. You know, a bees, they're all looking at the same. You have one guy in a hill who's staying down, not getting the information front. They pretty much just gave a front. They gave a front. It wasn't just on MC, because I also think, yeah, it could have been calm between a BZ and MC. Like, right there, either a BZ needs to watch the cross. That way, if they jump out, Alec can pop up, you know, and get the trades. Um, or vice versa. So it just looked like maybe the communication was a little off. Maybe things were getting a little bit frantic. But definitely a big mistake coming out of phase. And when you play a team... Like Optic Chicago, they're going to punish you for it. And that's exactly what they did. They got the kills. Omboy was able to finesse through elbow. And then right here, it was pretty much easy sailing. I mean, if I remember correctly, Dashy was able to pick up some streaks. Um, FaZe, I thought it could have got a little mixy here because they're holding the P1 hill. And that's all you need is FaZe to hold a P1, chain a P2. Next thing you know, you're at a tie game go rotating the P3 and it's anybody's game. But Optic do a great job working together. Working a break onto P1, not letting FaZe lock down any time. And then off the streaks, again, Envoy, Skump, they're making plays. Everybody gets a kill. Skump form on Envoy, get kills. Dash uses their streak to back him up. Um, and even here, Envoy, he picks up the frog cut, pops a two-piece on Hill. This guy went 29-14 and 14 to kick things off. Um, on a so, Moscow hardpoint with a sub. With a Very sub. Hard. Very Moscow impressive. hardpoint, AK-74, U in hand. And Envoy showed what he's capable of doing. And this is the type of play you want to see from these guys. So I think right off the rip... Optic looked incredible, but then things got interesting because we go into a Miami S and D. This is an interesting pick, Tom. Sorry to cut you off there. I no, was very ahead. so. I think this had, if someone correct me if I'm wrong, I think this map had made it in a couple of the series. 
was map five. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't believe Optic had played this map in a match prior to when phase like 6-1 or 6-2 them, like in, all in stage one. So it was very interesting. And you know what? This ended up actually being a pretty good uh, Miami, all things considered. I actually like what I saw from Optic. Mm -hmm. um, but just on phase, I think the teamwork was a little bit better. Well, they were in the it's, driver's seat, right? Weren't they? Yeah, they were. And that's, yeah, they 4-2, and they lost four straight. And one thing I kept saying in the watch parties, Optic need this map. Optic need this map. Because if they go up 2-0 against a team like FaZe, I could definitely say I, At that point, Optic's in the driver's seat. You know, I feel like they're definitely going to take one of the next three. Um, it, they were looking good. Um, they definitely went up here um, early. They were able to find some success. I was very curious because I thought Optic didn't like Miami. Or maybe I'm just, like, not remembering They haven't correctly. played it, Tom, like, at all. Which is why I was, you know, I yeah. was surprised to see this map in a rotation because I thought they despised it. Um, I could be wrong. I just thought they really didn't like it. Well, yeah, I know I Scum mean... fucking hates it. Here, here's Scum my even play I like play. this pick versus phase though, because like you limit what Simpin and can actually do on the map. Like yep. this map is pretty like straightforward. Like you mm -hmm. know that they're going to be in purple. Very rarely are they going to run up like the middle of the map, right? Like there's really no cover there for them to do that. You, it's it's not a map where they can just rain terror, mm -hmm. and it, it, you can just predict them. And that's why I like to pick. And uh, you know, gotta get. I want to give props to Formal. This I think I feel like Formal was making plays. Envoy was making plays again. Um, Formal was getting some big 1v1s, you know, to help Optic go up early. Um, so these Optic guys were definitely making individual plays. You know, it's it's good to see some of these guys, you know, take risk. You know, you have Formal running up the middle of the map, popping up blood. Um, you, you, you see them doing, like, unorthodox shit. And that's what I want to see. There's nothing more than I hate when a team has talent and they just play so fucking straight up. And it's just, like, so predictable. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem I felt like with a lot of veteran players. Like, teams that stack with veteran teams always try to play COD like it's a fucking chessboard. And yes, there has to be structure to COD, and there's a right and wrong way to playing it, but you have to take risk. That's what makes FaZe so good. That's what makes teams like Dallas so good last year, especially with Hook, Illy, and, and fucking Shotzi. Like, these guys are playmakers. They're not scared to do things around the map. If they see a gap, they're hitting it. And that was the difference I saw on Optic today versus FaZe, is they weren't scared. Like, it just seemed like they didn't give a fuck. I think and it's the Valorant. You think it, I, it might be the yeah, Valorant? I think the team building on Zen. Valorant is... Do, do, oh, man. It's helping them. It's we we, take, we, we sure. figured it out. I mean, it's not a bad take, Zen. Valorant definitely requires a lot of teamwork. Maybe it's it's helping them get to uh to the level they need to TJ get. TJ was right, man. Maybe TJ an hour right. or two of Valorant. And listen, they're still grinding COD every day. You know, a little hour or two of Valorant at night with the team might, might be giving them uh, wonders. But right here, man, they're up 4-2. I mean, this is when you're looking to see Optic close this one out. You know, you want to see them close this one out. And um, I'm not sure where I went wrong, but Ben, I'm going to let you take over and, and kind of give your take. I think finally FaZe was able to kind of get something going to be here. Uh, there's a huge kill from a BZ. He gets instantrated, but I felt like FaZe started to play their B situationals a lot better. They were going A a lot in offense to kind of start this map, and they were actually getting some decent setups. And then uh, the guy... The guy who was most important to the setup kept dying in all of their setups, which didn't really help on offense. Mm -hmm. uh, but then they started getting in these 2v2 situations at B that they were really good at executing, and they were able to kind of swing some of these offenses, yep. close out the map. I mean, that's important, man, when, you, when you're taking offenses, right? I mean, yeah. the offenses are the main thing for me, uh, especially on Miami, because it's so difficult to get the bombs down. Um, they were just well, they almost work. blow. They almost blow this three v two. MC gets gun top. Well, top pause out. it right here. Dash, first, yeah. first I was a little annoyed. I don't know what Simp was doing here. I said it as soon as this happened. I said, why is Simp still standing there? Like, back up. Go to the heady. Like, stay alive. You know, he's staying on the bomb site by himself. 
Dashi also has an amazing pick on the MC. I mean, I'm surprised MC just uh, MC MC all MC has to do here is Snake. is lay down. He could toss his controller off his desk Throw and just show like There's some No, he's got to do nothing. He's got the full cross. All he's got to do is be annoying. Well, no, he should get info. I mean, he should shimmy. I mean, but he just straight up They up. don't really need info. Though. They're but, they're in the primo setup. But, he's watching across. But I think this is more to Dashy with amazing shots. I mean, Dashy again, it's the individual talent from Optic. They're able to make plays like this. Dashy hits incredible shots. I mean, all you see Yeah, he hit a beamer for sure. You hit the you see the tippity top of MC's head. Um, and Dashi uh, was able to peel him. And then right here, I'm wondering what Simp's doing. I'm like, ah, uh, before he even died, I said, I was like, I don't know if he should be there. Like, he should probably back up. He goes down. Right here, I think Formal might have messed up a little bit here. Um, you know, I, it, well, you know, he kind of just lost the, the fight, honestly. He kind of just lost the fight. I don't know if it was no, right. we, We've seen a lot I, I of teams I hate when players get, do that. Like, I, I hate, hate it too, because like, we've seen a lot of I'd rather of, him ahead. to stay, uh, I, right there, I think he should be right next to Brandon on the bomb. Like that's the best bet it, to win the round. Yeah, you have 12, they, you have 12 seconds. You need to be near him, and it, it's, at that point, it's a guessing well, game. But for the most they, part, bro, you you know well, he's going to be in that well, garage. They, well, they no, had no. they had no idea where he was. Yeah, but yeah. They should have done the setup that New York has, uh, which is you you basically body stack this bomb, force Alec to chow wherever he is on the map, because you got to play this 50-50. There's like 20 mm -hmm. seconds left when they kill Simp. They got to find him and get info and defuse, or they just got to hop on it and just play the numbers. Well, the main the, the main thing for me was I just think Formal thought that he was going to be on the main heady. You know, everybody goes to that main head list to try and clutch. So I think Formal was probably waiting. Even more reason, though, to be, like, near that bomb. Well, no, because if the guy, if the guy in the heady pops up to go kill the guy in the bomb and Formal challenges close and just beams him off the heady real quick, you're, you're good to go. I mean, usually... It's a hard heady to beam someone off of. Yeah, it's already a tough situation. Listen, it's a tough situation to be in. There's different ways to play it. Formal ends up getting picked out. Alex makes it a 1v1, hits a really tight shimmy, sees that he's not on the bomb, and he plays a time. So just a great play out of him. Um, so shout out to, to Alec for the clutch because they really needed that one. That was a really big clutch for them. FaZe almost tossed it, um, but luckily Alec, you know, the father. The yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sure MC was doing there. Was but able to, was some able good to rotations from uh, from FaZe here. Abiz is going to get a pick, and then he's going to die. I believe. Actually, no, Alex going to get this pick, and Abiz is going to kind of lay pro in and, and die, but some good plays from... Uh, Alec and Simp here to go ahead and uh, bring well, it to 4-4. I mean, this is all Alec. I mean, again, he's able to clutch up the 1v2. He wins. He makes a play to get the blood, to get the bomb down. He wins another big one. I mean, Alec was just finding blood after blood. I mean, this guy was making absolute plays, and that's what Alec's all about. You know, he And then right here, a lot of people... Wait, go back. Is Asim Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that play was at Alec, though. Asim. A formal burger his movement. Yeah, let's see, no, let's see, let's watch think, it. Yeah, I don't think Formal could have got that bomb down. Okay, let's see it, let's see Yeah, let's see it, no, let's see it, let's see Let's see, pause it as soon as you kill him, pause it. There's okay, eight nine. seconds, he still okay, needs no, no, to get watch, the bomb. Watch when he grabs the bomb, yeah, watch when he grabs the bomb, watch. There's seven now. Yeah, no, he can get that oh, bomb he down. He jumps look, look, he jumps into the table, then he crouches to the left of the bomb. he trolled, he trolled, he trolled, he trolled, You're right. He definitely trolled, he fucked up. Bro, why wasn't that table loaded in when he was on the other side of it? He fucked up a little Great bit. Great question. He, he could have gone. Did you not see that? <laughs> what? The table wasn't there. It could have been spectator. It could have just been. Yeah, just spectator, maybe yeah. a spectator. There's no way the table was gone in the middle of the map. There's it just no pawned back in, I swear to God. At first, I'm I was like, it back. I, don't I, wanna... think, I don't even think he could have got there, but he could have. Only because he had to get the bomb. The you... table's there. Yeah, oh, what, there do you, what do you want about Soap? <laughs> It's like, wait, wait, dude, hold the on. Goes hold like on. Inside so, first the of all, so I can't even believe that we asked you a question you didn't answer. We asked it to you, said my bad, I didn't know. We asked it to you again, and you still didn't answer. Now I didn't know you were talking about now, 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 No, first of all, the table was gone right there, by the way. It is gone. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Soap, no, Soap is not wrong. He's actually not wrong. 
Yeah, yeah, the table's gone. Let's it's see, it's see, a see, weird. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. weird. I don't know if the sip spawns out or. I actually don't think it was there. I think he's right. Look. Oh, it, it's there. It's, it's right the there. It's hidden behind the planner. It's just really weird. It looks nah, so it's, weird. it's a little fugaz. It's a little because fugaze. of the white on the bomb. I think. Yeah, the white on the bomb. This, it's just a little bit of a spectator glitch. Yeah, yeah. it's a spectator glitch. But yeah, formal, he doesn't slide there. He just crouches. Formal fucked up the uh, the movement a little bit, but good plays. Good plays out of phase to clutch this one up again. I think it was just Alec opening it up. I mean, this guy's just making plays left and right. Um, and in phase again, they're able to work uh, this bomb site. Able to work some uh, some trades. Yeah, Selium gets a little bit out here with this alley pick, but Faye's able to clutch this 3 before mm -hmm. They get in that primo post-line B set up. It. Well, let's take How? a look, Zin. Let's take a look and see what happened. You know, uh, Faze, again, they try to go towards this beep side of the map. Uh, and, and I think this is where Faze gets dangerous, you know, in these tight, close-quarter uh, combats. You know, they're able to bait and switch and stuff. Uh, Abizi, he's the one who throws the shimmies, uh, ends up distracting, and who is it again? It's Arcides. He's able to pop a blood. Skump makes a great heads-up play here. I like the play from Skump to jump off Balk and try and come in from behind. Um, he's able to take down one, but he ends up getting traded out uh, quickly from behind by BZ. Makes it a 2v2 situation. Bomb down, and uh, the Tiny Terrors are able to clutch it up then. And, uh, you know, it's very difficult when you get the Tiny Terrors alive throwing shimmies like this to take these guys down. Um, and, and, again, this is that situation where when this bomb is down, I mean, it is so difficult to fucking get them out of here. Which and they clutch it with subs, too. Yeah, they clutch it with subs, and BZ hits some good snaps. And um, Again, phase. They're able to close out this map. They go on to the defensive side, um, and they do what they do. You know, it's comfortable. Abizi's able to find a blood, I believe. I think somebody tries to work up mid-map. Abizi finds a kill, stays alive, and then it all just falls apart. Um, and then we get into a control, Ben, if you want to fast-forward it. You know, I don't think we need it. This round was pretty basic. Yeah, I think Sim kills, actually kills Dash on the, on the back, but, yeah, mm -hmm. they get the... The bomb down B, and then from there it's a wrap. Uh, we go into actually that was a pretty interesting control. Um, well, I mean, Ben, you had said to me going into the control, you control know, was crazy. You said you know, uh, you know, phase they. Uh, it's like one sixteen the last seventeen controls. Or yeah, something like, like that. they've lost one control oh in the last like sixteen. I'm disgusting. Like my God, my God. Uh, you know, they were absolutely fine in control. I mean, control is just like their go-to game mode. It's the swing mode, and and phase haven't lost it. And I think right here is when Optic really showed what they're capable of. I mean, they're going up against a team like FaZe, who's won lost one control of the like, last 16 or 17. Um, and they they play well. It was uh, nothing but defense wins, right? Until the overtime. Um, until we got into that 2-2 overtime, I think Optic went back onto that offensive side. Yep. And they were able to work some kills and work a stack. But for the most part, um, it was pretty good holds from both teams when it came to the defense. No, Ben. Yeah, I think there were a lot of really good individual plays by both teams. I think both teams are probably feel like they tossed both these. I I feel like this maybe could have had some offensive wins. I think both teams won't be amazingly happy with how they played on offense. But this is a gr we haven't seen a lot of grinder control games recently. They've been a lot of hot three O's, especially in this stage. Mm -hmm. um, but optic kind of steal one from phase here with the map uh, game five win. Yep, and Scump makes a great play in that first round. Things got a little bit scary. Uh, Skump was able to make a play down that stairs. I mean, you can see how close they are to actually getting that point. Skump slides onto that hot tub. Uh, a nice camera there. He's able to pop up and yeah. pop a two-piece. So just a great play out of him. He started frying. He kicked up really early. Um, and then again, like I said, uh, just very defensive heavy until we really get into that overtime. I don't know if there's anything that really caught your eye, Ben. Um, but for me, it was the yeah. overtime. I think, I think I'll skip to, to round five here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go to round five. I think, uh, you know, control... Um, I think both teams here, especially when you, when you have teams like this, like two top-of-the-line teams, um, their defenses are going to be pretty solid for the most part. Um, but things got mixy here, man. Things got really mixy. 
Um, FaZe, they end up chalking up that 8 point really, really early. Really early, they chalk up the 8 point. So Optic's able to secure that pretty fast. Abizi was able to make some plays, stay alive, get him off that point. But things end up falling apart for FaZe. I feel like they kind of turtled a little bit. Like, I feel like they kind of got pinned back. Optic do a great job really pushing the pressure onto them. Um, and just really just uh, making them panic and, and just fucking applying that pressure. And they did a great job. They hold their lanes. They get kills. Um, this scared me a little bit. You know, mid-map, Formal wins a 1v1. Huge kill out of Formal. That was such a big kill because I think I'm echoing, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, Formal wins a 1v1 mid-map. I think that was huge because if he loses that, then they're getting pinched on hill. Then Formal wins another one here. I'm pretty sure he comes back to hill. He wins one. There's a team kill. Um, and then, again, Skump with another big win. FaZe can't get onto the point. It was the stacks from Optic. They stacked the point. The point's moving up so fast that FaZe start to panic. They start jumping out. They don't know what the hell's going on um, in Optic. I think just the pace that they were playing at is uh, amazing to see because that is one thing for me that I've noticed with them throughout the season is either they get kills and don't do anything with them or they're too scared and don't make plays. And today, that was not the case, Ben. Yeah, I think uh, great place from Optic. I think Sim probably will ruin not shouldering water there because he probably wouldn't have wide shot it. But I liked what I saw from Optic on this map and they were able to steal one. And we'll go to the game four, which uh, wasn't as close um, and set us up for an exciting game five when FaZe was able to close it down on uh, APOC. I didn't mean to skip that far ahead. I apologize. No, you're good. Uh, you know, the Apocalypse heart point, um, FaZe ran away with this one. Um, yes, yeah, it's been a weird map for FaZe. Uh, I know that they said they were pretty confident this map early on when it got in the pool and then they lost it a couple of times. They didn't play it. And they played it more recently and they've had a lot of blowouts, especially against Dallas uh, in finals. Um Again, just kind of speaks to how deep their map pool was. This is a bit of a bonus map for Optic. They, they really need to win that game three. Um, hasn't been the, the best of times for Optic at times on this map. Um, but uh, it set us up for a nice game five, which is what the fans wanted. A little I mean, they uh, were standoff s They were up, what, 60 points, 80 points? Yeah. In the well, beginning I mean, of this game? I, I so, mean, like, Optic, they were in the driver's seat. They were playing well, and yeah, the phase right. just turns up. They, 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 had the, they had the good side, though, too. I mean, uh, Optic do a good job on a good side. They take advantage of it. They, they hold the P one time. They have a good break. They still secure those spawns. They start off with good spawns. They end up not losing them. They secure a good P2 hold. They go up 70, 60 points right off the rip. Uh, but it was FaZe who was in full control for the rest of it. FaZe do a great job staying disciplined. Um, they end up rotating the P3. They're able to lock down some time. And I think them just picking up kills, staying ahead of rotation. Um, I mean, I feel like Apocalypse is a good map for FaZe. Um, maybe not always, Ben. Uh, you said it's a weird map for them, but... I think it, for the most it was part, for a minute, but recently I think they they stabilized results. I just this feel like the a, layout of the map fits their play styles. I this feel map like plays very a lot. Annoying to play against. It plays a lot like checkmate. Like you, like really the the meat of how you blow people out in this map and like in control is actually the middle hills and not the first couple of hills. Mm -hmm. It's that turtle hill and that P five hill, and if you chain it throughout that and maybe get some P three time, that's where you can really like swing the game in the balance. Mm -hmm. See a lot of teams do well on the good side and they can never get past the fifty yard line on the map. Then they yeah. get flipped and they get the bad spawns for P4 and then they're screwed for P5, yeah. um, which which FaZe is able to kind of basically run run the mark from here and uh, get back in it. Yeah, well, it's, it's a very punishing map. It's punishing. Yeah. The, the hills are very hard to break. Um, you know, we talked about that a little bit as well, um, especially this hill right here. But I think it's <clears> hills impossible to break. It's impossible. I think, and it's also easy to chain the P4, P5. Like, it's, it's yeah. not hard. You can hold on to these spawns. And then I think our cities and the rest of the squad Show really good composure. You know, they and go it's down actually, early. They're down it's in the actually series. easy. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. It's also easy to reflip as well. So, like, it, it's easy to chain P4, P5. And as long as you have someone get out left at, like, 35 seconds, hit out P2, like, 
you can easily you can easily set up a flip right there because most of the time the way teams are trying to break this, they're like they're working through mid to pinch like the doors, yeah. or they're or they're going low. If anything, maybe they'll have they'll have one guy come uh, like L or, or or dark, but you get that one kill, you hit it out. It's setting up for a flip. Mm-hmm. And in fact, but and... but on the flip side of that, we've seen a lot of teams try to late pinch P5, and that's a terrible play because if yeah, you get very this bad. one play in that hill, then you basically screwed yourself. Well, I mean, we remember Selian making that play early on yep. when, the, when the map first dropped, and we called them out for it. And uh, you know, I'm sure they fixed that, and they haven't done it since. But um, you definitely do not want to flip those spawns out. You have to stay disciplined on a map like this. A P1, P2 chain can really bring you back in. A P4, P5 chain can really back bring you back in. I think the only time. It's really hard to chain a hill is maybe P3, P4. Like, the P3 hill can be kind of mixy. Um, but, again, like, teams are figuring out how to play the map, and uh, you can really see teams starting to adapt and get better as the year goes on on this map. It's it's one of the newer maps, right? It was a map that was brought in halfway through. So to see teams uh, get a little bit better at this is uh, is cool to see. Um, and phase they take care of business again i think right here is when they really signified the win they were able to yeah. get a good break on the p2 it was simp who went big around the back he ends up somehow finding a gap here you see him inching up number one i think it's formal just picks I think it up formal too got late. terrible timing he just picked it up too late i think he was yeah. staring at middle for for a second or two and simp took advantage of it he's so quick that if you make one little mistake it's gonna cost you and that's what happened formal got there a second or two too late um, and Simp shoots him in the side, picks up another kill, so he finds two in the back. And right here, they lock down most of his time, and the game is pretty much over. I mean, all FaZe needs to do now is just make sure that even if they don't break the next one, they stay rotated to that P4, and they're able to take it out. So it's just a great play, uh, great team effort, great plays out of FaZe. And then that's kind of when we go into the map number five. Um, the yeah. map number five got really interesting. We go into a standoff S&D, and this is where things are fucking mixy, man. I mean, first of all, what an amazing map. I think standoff is one of the best maps you can get for a game five against an optic phase series like this. It's just so mixy, man. It's so straight up. There's fucking three, four lanes, man. You got middle, you got right, and you got left. You know, four <laughs> there's four fucking lanes. You got the middle of the map and the the the, the fucking front brown. Then you got the outs, the two outskirts. It's it's literally three, four lanes. So it's just such straight up gameplay, and I love watching it unfold. Phase, they're able to come out strong, win the defensive side. They go to an offense, uh, and an Optic, I think, bounce right back with an offensive uh, or with a defensive win. And look at Envoy, right? The plays, the individual playmaking. This is exactly what I was talking about. He finds a gap mid-map, not scared at all. Game five versus the best team in the game, and this guy's in their spawn within 15 seconds. Um, I love it. I love the play. I, I love the, the play. I don't love – like, I, I watch a lot of Optic on this map. And they do a lot of courtyard presence, so I wonder if that's what FaZe is playing for sort of a hard counter. But you should never on defense be able to run through statue L wall and get to the other team's spawn instantly off the yeah, break. That's not ideal. Good read from Envoy to go ahead and hit that and get that route, but that should never be open. Most teams are gonna have someone watching that cross. It's you basically gifted that part of the map control, and I think it's kinda unacceptable. He's able to make that play, but he did. Uh and Optic were able to equalize a 1-1 after a really mixy first um, round. Kind of. I also think, you know, maybe FaZe had a strat. You know, sometimes you find gaps on a map. That's in everything. You know, there's always there's always going to be a map where a team's doing a certain setup or they're doing a certain push and they're sending, a, you know, a lot of guys. You know, it's all blind counters. It's all a head game. I get that, but ASIM, you agree with me. You should never be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, with stand-up being such a small map and how straight-up it is, like, you can't run down mid-L and be able to pinch But then route. there's also the other side of it, where FaZe is probably thinking, you know, there's no way this kid hits the oh, other yeah, yeah, map. Yeah. That's so what they're probably thinking. So let's stack Brown. Let's stack back alley. Like, that's what makes Envoy, Envoy's play so 
so good. It was something that I used to do. Oh, Zuma got lucky. He just ran. They didn't get lucky. I, I threw shimmies. I read the play. I figured out where they were. And they gave up something and you hit the gap. You know, it's just a good yeah, there was, there was time we saw that in VOD. Like, my, my, I'm going to pause here for a sec. But, Tom, do you remember, like, there's a series against LG. It went yeah. to, like, a Valk S&D. Do you remember that, like, we were watching and we game plan that you were just going to hit down middle because they just gave it up the whole time? Yeah. You would just flank around their side of P1. I mean, it's even the, it's, I'm sure Optic even probably watched film a little bit. You know, yeah. like, sometimes teams give up certain things because they take the risk. You know, they take the chance. And, and sure, you can look back in hindsight and be like, how does he do that? How does he run up the middle of the map? It's a terrible play by FaZe. But I think Envoy just did the unthinkable. He did. He made an unorthodox play. Bro, he ran up the middle of the map in a game five on defense by himself. FaZe was probably like, dude, what? Yeah. And he probably died and probably lost fucking yeah. bull. No, like, I'm, giving, I'm giving nonstop credit to Envoy. Oh, no, yeah, 100%, 100%. Nonstop credit. I think it was an amazing not, not many people have the cojones to do that. No, you gotta have balls to do something like that. That's why I respect You gotta have it. a fucking dick on you. Yeah, yeah, a fucking big-ass dick. So good plays out of him. And I'm sure FaZe is gonna watch that back, and now they're gonna be like, okay, you know, sometimes teams might be able to do this, so we have to be aware of this. You know, MC now next time could be like, listen, mid-map is open, so give it a peek. You know, shoulder A, if nobody's there, you might want to check your back after five seconds, you know, because somebody could be doing that. And even if MC does check his back, he could get caught off guard and lose the gunfight, right? Envoy can win the gunfight. So it's just like not being afraid or, or not being scared to make plays um was uh, was just uh the thing i love the most about optic especially in this in this uh last map but this one goes all the way down to the wire yeah this it goes one, to around 11. it goes to around 11 and i think optics trolled a little bit i think yeah, they trolled they big time i think um, i think both teams kind of low-key trolled i think i think optic, def went for a heat I think optic sure. definitely trolled to get it to round 11 i think then face trolled in the round 11. i don't think either team's gonna be super happy about how I this got, map played uh, out i got a little aggravated i got yeah. a little pissed off because again Optic, they do the hard part. They have Envoy, who's on a five streak. I think he ends up going on a five streak. They take a, yeah. a few rounds here. Envoy makes plays, um, and he's on streaks, and we'll get to it. He's on streaks, and he's the first one in going crazy. He's going rogue. Bro, when the kid's close to streaks, he should not be the first one in. You should especially, be setting up for Especially. Laying out the meat shield. Especially on standoff, because streaks are guaranteeing you rounds on this map. It's guaranteeing you rounds. Bro, the map is the bomb sites are wide open. They're in the middle of the fucking map. You, streaks are guaranteeing you rounds. If Optic are able to just get some streaks, even if they lose the round, just get uh, just get Envoy to streaks. You're good. You're gonna win the map. And they don't do that. They opt, uh, Envoy. They hit back alley, and Envoy's the first one in, and he goes rogue, and he gets taken down. And I'm like, dude, come on. They're up four two. Envoy's nine and two. He's on a five streak. A couple more kills. He's got a streak in his hand. And look, they're all hitting back alley. Yeah, Envoy's the one going first. And then I'm like, dude, no fucking shot, man. They're also giving a BZ confidence because of BZ. He was 0-6. So they're getting a couple kills to him. On You know, they're giving a couple kills to him. He's getting his rhythm going a little bit. So I start saying, oh, dude, what the fuck? You know, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Now FaZe has momentum. You get Envoy off streaks. A BZ starts getting a couple kills. They bang out A. They well, hit that well, aggression. Here's my thought, Tom, is I was a little, like... Faze's success on this map has been when they hit A, and then the off the break on first few offenses, they tried to hit B, and it did not work out. They started getting back in this, because guess what? They started hitting A. They took advantage of the corner that uh, uh, that Scump will play in that square, and they were getting pretty easy blood to get that bomb down. Mm -hmm. I think that was a big swing on this map, but I agree with the Envoy tonight situation. Like, they had set him up. I think streaks are really, just, really good on this map. And, and listen, Optic won the series, and they outplayed him. 
But man, come on. Like, little things like that, you can't brain fart like that against a team like FaZe. Like, bro, it's common sense. The kid's close Wait, to Wait, well, what about that defensive round? Remember, Tom, where they just left Scump out the dry, right? Well, yeah, well, that's that's the next one. I mean, we yeah. haven't even gotten there yet. And then there's a oh, yeah, play where, you know, it's, we'll, we'll yeah, get it's to it. before that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get to it. Ben, it was, it was the round before. Yeah, we, we just we, passed it. We passed it. Go back. Uh, so it was this round. FaZe ended up banging out A. And look, Optic, they kind of blind counter a little bit. They, they made the read. They made the read. They understand people here. Look, they're all stacked. You have two guys in the site. You have number one. I mean, first of all, back up a little bit. Number one, I mean, you throw, you, they're throwing shimmy square. Like, Scump throws a shimmy. There's no way in hell. They're literally shooting. There's no way in hell they don't see them coming A. Number one should just be following them up A. They should be stacking A. They should be flooding on in and just holding their ground. Instead, they back up. Scump is left in the site. He goes down. They single him out. Now, Envoy tries to push on in. He goes down. Formal goes mid-map. He goes down. They all separate. They make yep. the blind counter. They make the good heads up play, calling out what they think FaZe is going to do. But they th throw it away because there was no teamwork. You know, Matt they, they get called to, out. Matt either needs to like, flood a night with them or needs to get behind that black truck mid-map and try getting like some shots out on the cross. Right. Um, he's not going to do anything. Which which is why, you, you know, it. you could say FaZe trolled a little bit. But I think Optic was really trolling, you know, a you couple You can't of get rounds. them tank control like that, like, easily. You got to kind of back them down and make them play the round out. Mm -hmm. Not let them slide across and just, like... It's so hard to finesse and square and like that. Even, and, then, and then right yeah, here. No, then, then right, right here. You know, a lot of people, I like that play from Envoy. He gets on mid-map, he gets a blood, and even though he gets traded, some people will be like, oh, you know, we got traded. They're on the offensive round, man. They got to get the bomb down. Envoy going up the middle of the map, finding a blood like that and getting traded out opens up gaps on the map. You know, you're taking out a player even though you go this down. Was, it allows very... you to open up gaps and, and make that have the – Help your team, you know, try and get the bomb down and, and try and figure out ways to make plays on the map. It's a good play. I, I would take Envoy hitting the map, getting a kill, and getting traded out on offense every day of the week. Um, so, you know, some people will be like, oh, but he got traded out. Kind of, you know, yeah. I don't know if it was worth it. Great play. Offense, make a play, get a blood. Even if you get taken out, um, it's, a, it's a fantastic play. I'm going to let Zingo because I think Zingo's about to make a point. I was yeah. going to make her. And now here comes Dashy, who basically wins Optic the series with this round. They're yeah, down, a, down a man 2v3. Incredible shots on Cell, mm -hmm. and uh, if, if he doesn't get that kill, this round's over, yep. and then yeah. FaZe ends up winning yeah. the next round. I mean, obviously things can change, right? Like, you know, if Opti go down 5-4, maybe they play it differently. Who knows? Either way, Brandon uh, pretty much takes over this this round, and I would say is the reason Opti win the map. Yeah, it's a great play. And then on the other side, again, you know, we were just gassing up Optic and saying Optic trolling. I think that might have been a little bit of a troll from Cell. You have numbers. It's a 3v2 situation. MC needs to stay alive. Throw some shoulders. Like don't you don't need to do anything by yourself. It's a mixture yourself. of both. It's a mixture of both. Yeah, great shots. Again, it, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. But the thing is, is you and know. And he got melted quick, man. Like honestly, I feel like his head came off of it. Yeah, it's headshot. It's it yeah. definitely a headshot multiplier. No yeah, I mean it's a, it's a it's a little bit of both. I mean yeah. you got to give credit to Dashy for hitting the beams and hitting the. Oh, this was the round. It was the same thing with Miami. It was the same thing with Miami when Dashy fucking peeled cell out of that top balk area. It's good shots out of him, but you know Optic are down a man and they're going to try and make plays. If they just buddy up together or just throw some shoulders and get the information, they'll probably close out the round, but Brucey makes a big play. And that's what Dash you can do and everybody else in this Yeah, Tom, this is the round where they left some out to dry in the corner, bro. This one. This was This was the biggest troll. So right here, you know, they have the blank counter. They stack A. They see him all coming. Look, they leave him. They left the king. Guys, they left the, the king. Where's the rest of my team, brother? They left the fucking king, and I'm sitting in the watch. But I said they left him. I would they never. They left the king. <laughs> I would never. I would, I would be right never. next to him. I'd be in his pocket. 
And I'm you might like, do be in that queue. So in league play, you never leave the king. Oh, I would never leave you the king. Never. How could you? They left the we king. We would have got all four kills. The game would have been over. And then at that point, <laughs> Skump goes down. You know, they're on the defensive side. Yeah, they control. Gets the blood. They get eight control. Now Optic, they're scrambling. Formal single pushes mid-map. He's done. Trying to play for the guys. second offense in a row. Did not work out. <laughs> now we're going to a round 11. We're going to a round 11. I personally think it shouldn't even have gone here. But here we are. The one and only, the infamous Optic versus FaZe round 11. Optic find themselves on the defensive end. Envoy doesn't even know what to do with himself. He's so twisted. He's been frying well, all he, series long. I, He's all can, over the place. Can I kind of open this? I was a little confused at the face play call here. They've been really good at round 11s in the past because they don't get stuck in that stupid thing where it's like, oh, round 11, let's slow it down. Like, they have had a lot of success in getting this round 11 by putting that immediate pressure on A. And I would have liked to have seen them go back to it because I think they would have won this round with the way this is set up. Two guys tractor, all four of them hitting A. They probably win the numbers. You know, that wall bangable wall that separates between um, the, uh, was it, P5 side or, or pallets uh, and the tractor. I just felt like instead, they just kind of played this super slow. They sort of let Optic settle into the map. Now was able to get the bloods in. Well, uh, I personally like the opt. I, listen, Optic has the advantage. They're on the defensive side, um, and that just comes from uh, the fucking. They just won two offenses in a row, though. That's what I'm saying. Like they were like, why wouldn't you just go back to the success? You walked into two blind yeah. counters and you won those yeah. rounds. You should yeah. just hit A again. Yeah, yeah. You've got no, that confidence. I, I mean, you don't fix what's broken. I mean, you say it all the time. Yeah. Maybe they overthought it. Maybe they thought there was going to be a serious blind counter. Or Optic was going to do something unorthodox. Those are wise words. But, but um, credit from Optic here, wise Tom. Words, they were, ben. They, listen, they were very patient. They have a great setup here uh, in terms of putting the pressure on the B side if FaZe is going to kind of play it that way. And they're patient enough to let the bloods come in them and close this but let out. Let it play, Ben. Let's watch it through. You keep pausing the fucking thing. They end up uh, playing a little bit slow. You know, they, they play a spread. Um, I personally think Formal, or, or was it Dashy? Who was on his A site? It was Formal. Could have probably yeah. cleaned up this kill here. Um, he missed a little bit of shots. It happens. Um, but I thought he could have had a blood there. Um, he ends up uh, trying to stay alive. He throws the trophy down. Plays his life really well. Um, but I think it was just the play-making ability. Optic, they, they weren't scared. I mean, it's 5-5. Five, five, and look. You have Envoy making a play through the middle of the map. They, he says, screw it. I'm going to run to the middle of the map. I'm not going to let him plant the bomb. And then off of Envoy's play, they're able to just play around it. You know, they, they let Envoy make the initial play. Simp with some shots there. Maybe Simp could have been able to do a little bit more there. I don't think they knew he was there. Probably could have got a kill. Maybe played his life a little bit. But he uh, ends up not I got scared here. I got scared in this 2v1 Me with too, Seth, because they Seth were Child separated. alone. Because now, if, if Abizi pushes him out, right, obviously he gets weak. But if he's able to kill Seth, he knows uh, Matt's behind him. That could have got sketchy, but yeah, celebrations are in. Mm -hmm. And it's good. You see the fucking skump getting hyped. You see Troy, Troy pops tiptoeing daddy. in. <laughs> Troy pops daddy. He fucking pops Troy, daddy. Troy pops daddy. You know, and, and it's also <laughs> cool to see the face guys smiling a little bit. You know, they're like, okay, all right. You know, these Optic guys, they came out to play today. We got, you know, we got to turn up. Next time these guys face off, it's going to be a fucking battle. A fucking war zone, guys. Um, and Jack, thank you so much for constantly saving a sub train, by the way. Let's give it up for Jack. This guy's been saving it all fucking time long, all stream long. So shout out to Jack. But FaZe, definitely disappointed with that one for sure. You know, these guys, they get really, they're really hard on themselves. They've lost, what, five series now all year? Um, so definitely looking to bounce back and, and take these guys down. Ian, are you there? Optic able to take out FaZe for the first time in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Yo, Fantastic.
Yo, C6, you Trip there? Six, you there? Importer, what's going on? You there? You here? He's unmuted. He's just, I don't know. I want to ask him his he thoughts on He was just here. He was literally <laughs> just fucking here. Well, uh, while, while we wait for him to come back, let's watch the Envoy interview. Yeah, let's do it. Let's tune into Envoy and see what he had to say. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your game for Victory Spotlight. Joining me, I have Envoy from Optic. Woo, my dude. What a series that was. Pretty damn incredible. Um, I'm honestly still a little bit in shock here. I want to go rewatch that. It was, it was unbelievable. And... I've got to say, you guys have had a bit of a bumpy road this season, but everything that you've been working on, everything that you've practiced really came into that moment. And do you feel as a team, it really cemented everything you've been working on all season, especially taking that win against Atlanta Faze? Yeah, I mean, we still have a lot to work on, but the things we've been preaching in practice have been consistency, uh, taking the right routes, and just being pretty calm. Um, we have a lot of listen-ins where you seem very frantic, and I think today uh, our comms like really reflected our gameplay, and it helped us out a lot. Yeah, it, it really did. Actually, we had a listen-in, and we heard how good the comms were, and I'm pretty sure Neymar said, yep, this is it. They're going to do this. Like The comms are perfect. This is the time. Um, obviously, you have been the team in conversation about that you guys literally could be the team to be in this competition. Now, with that being said, do you guys believe at this moment in time that you can go on to win the title this year? Oh, for sure. I mean, we have been believing that we can the whole year and we've had some hiccups along the way, but I really think we're hitting stride now and we're just going to, you know, go back to the lab and keep working on these key things that we've been preaching in practice. Love it. Call of Duty Lab in the Optic HQ. Love to hear that, man. Now, you have two more matches until the stage is over. What are you guys going to do and what are you going to try and build on to uh, make sure you elevate yourselves even more heading into the very important tournament at the end of our season? Yeah, I mean, job's not finished. You know, we have two matches next week um, and we're just going to go back to the drawing board. We're going to keep working on our search, you know, improve our strats, our strategies. Um, and, you, you know, like every other team, try to expand our map pool going into the end of the year because it's super important. Fantastic stuff, Envoy. Major congratulations. Love to see it. Optic is definitely back. I appreciate your time. I Thank order Froyo. Um, listen, first, I got a couple things I want to say. Uh, one, Envoy, very well spoken. I think he's a great speaker in front of the camera. I think it was a great interview. Two, one thing that I will always commend Optic is like, Envoy said, listen, a lot of hiccups along the way from start to finish. But one thing these guys have never done is get down on each other and fucking point fingers yep. and cause a fucking whole bunch of issues. They go back why, to the drawing board. They make sure that they come together as a team and they fix their mistakes. And look at what's happening. The work ethic. I have been saying it time and time again that Optic has a good coach over there. Um, and they were able to figure things out and come together as a squad. They didn't go they make changes. They didn't go dropping everybody. They just went back and said, "This is listen, the talent's not the issue. It'll never be the issue. What's going on? What do we have to do? And look at what they did. So I'm a big fan uh, of what they're doing over there. And I think, you know, you got to give credit to Troy Sender. You got to give credit to all the players. Yeah. You got to give credit to Hector and the family-type atmosphere that he builds over there. Um, and Zinn, what the fuck? What I was just going to say, Tom, it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done, Tom. That's how winning is done today. That's exactly <laughs> what Optic Chicago did today. But listen, Atlanta Faze, in my opinion, are still probably the best team in the game. Listen, these guys fucking 
are gonna come out swinging, guys. You know that you know Optic. They're really showing that they can keep up now. I think we're gonna have some serious, serious games coming up. I'm really excited for the future, COD. Um, I think Optic right right now is really showing that they can keep up with these top teams and and really just really give them a run for for their money. You know what I'm saying? So listen, this phase Optic rivalry. It's going to be absolutely nuts for the rest of the year. Absolutely nuts. I'm excited to watch it unfold. Shout out to Optic Chicago. Phenomenal plays out of them. Uh, love to see these guys succeed because they work very hard. And then also my guys over at FaZe. Love those guys. Uh, it's been absolutely phenomenal to watch them play throughout the year. And it's crazy to me that everybody just keeps talking about how to beat FaZe. You know, what do we got to do to beat FaZe? Everything is built around that FaZe roster on how to take them down. Everybody's studying FaZe. Everybody's figuring out different ways to beat FaZe. Everything revolves around them. And sure, Optic did it today. But um, got to give FaZe their props as well. Um, and also, they smiled after the match. They gave Optic their props. Said they played really, really well. Nothing but respect from both of these teams, inside and outside of the game. Uh, great organizations. Great group of guys. Great teams. Thank you for the entertainment today. It was a phenomenal series. Probably the best series of the year, in my opinion. I was at the edge of my seat the whole time. The Zoom right. Mafia was I, it was a good series, crazy. but hold on. Let's not disrespect the Dallas face series that went to last map. Yeah, right. Finals. That was Suck pretty my good. fucking dick. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that yeah, series, that series was way better. On, man, I mean, Optic and FaZe, best show, series of the, of the year. That series was way better than that one. Uh, but Crim6, how you doing today? Good. I'm eating uh, coleslaw. Oh, yeah, you, should eating, you should be eating salad with no dressings, but you should be eating, man. I don't like coleslaw. I don't the like fuck? it. Shit. I mean, it's... Good coleslaw hits. Bad coleslaw tastes terrible. Yeah, I, don't like well, I don't like coleslaw at all. I'm a but Kane's, you, Kane's coleslaw, not good. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. impressive, man. Going back to Troy, it's actually... It's impressive. He pops daddy and just shows up. It's really impressive. He I comes out of nowhere. I want to get him on the show, man. He's definitely to... light on his toes. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> he could fucking... He could... <laughs> he, he'd rob your house. You'd have no idea. He's a fucking animal. All right. He's All right. a let's, fucking animal, Zen. Let's let's bring attention here. We got Krim here. We're watching Krim uh, first map garrison against Minnesota. Obviously, you guys trying to rebound off that tough loss to Florida. Like, what was you guys' mindset coming to this series? Yeah, what the fuck happened versus Florida? Yeah, you guys looked shit. Well, no, I politely put it, then you guys went to the point. But okay, go ahead. I Krim. mean. Versus Florida, I, they should be winning every single online series they've ever played oh, with any shit, Dallas team dude. ever. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> why, wait, why hey, some facts? Facts? Not He's yet. implying that their split is godlike. Um, and maybe that is the case. Maybe that might be the case. Um, so you're implying that internet won them that series? Uh, no, we definitely fucking... No, nah, they definitely beat us fair and square, but I'm just saying... If you don't chew your fucking food, say, I'm gonna freak out. Yeah, a couple yeah, of the I, I, those maps. I mean, Sin, you're the last one. But, yeah, but, wait, wait, do I do that a lot? Yeah, oh, I do do that. Yeah, fucking you show. Do, you do, you do it I every show. I got Froyo on the way. I of course you do. On the way. Listen, you know it's common. I do the show. We ain't eating during the show. That's all I'm saying. No, we do not. We do I not did eat once. during the show. I did once in the beginning of the show. Hey, and Havoc wasn't even playing in that series, so. Who was it? You think? I mean, it had to be Simper or Beezy. Yeah, I know. Or, or, or maybe or maybe Black Ops 2 Prime makes, you know? Oh, yeah. Patty oh, P, plug it in controller. Dude, that time. guy couldn't do... Havoc could not do a single wrong in that series. Yeah, uh, man. He was, he was making All plays, right. that's for sure. But um, going into this series... Yeah, let's break Krim, down the map a little bit. I get the Minnesota team that's, that can be difficult to beat. Like, what were you guys sort of thinking? What was your sort of approach uh, to the day? Uh, just win. <laughs> Great answer. Any <laughs> you want to expand on that or no? Uh, thank you, Porter. Um, Welcome to the flank. Yeah, it's always uh, good to hear from Porter, man of much insight. 
Yeah, not talking Jay. Yeah, I don't know, man. Pleasure. It's always a pleasure, kid. I, mean, I, I mean, like, what are your, like, going into this last major in the champs, like, what are you guys focusing I mean, on as a I team mean, right I now? I mean, listen, Porter, you guys obviously know, you guys feel like you're the better team. I mean, you guys have been the better team than Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Play your game, do what you do, and outplay yeah. them. I mean, that's just basically what yeah, you're exactly. thinking going into exactly. the game. I mean, they're not changing anything because they're Why playing you're Minnesota. Answering the, you're answering the question for because him. Because he's, he's fucking eating, and I know Porter, I, no, no, and I know no, what no, he wants no. to say. No, no, Tommy's just right. Yeah, right there, that was just pure translation. It's just a dumb question. It's just a dumb question, a good question. You just answered it for him. That's why I'm upset. Listen, my bad. No, I, I gave you I gave you the simple Jack answer, and Tommy basically explained it to a T. Because no? it's it's just you're asking a really good Dallas team who's going up against a struggling Minnesota hardpoint team. What the fuck they're so thinking the going into this match? They're not thinking anything. I didn't even Go know. That, I didn't even know they were struggling at hardpoint. I mean, Minnesota. Oh, they've been hard, they've been bad at hardpoint. Their hard hardpoint has been, been fugaze. <laughs> it's been tough to watch, man. It's been very tough. It's been very fugaze. Oh, well, let me What's spin it? the question this way, Krim. Coming mm -hmm. out of you guys falling just short at the last major and going into this one, what is the team are you guys trying to work on to sort of grab that chip? Uh, uh, sort of our weak maps, mainly. Just like, well, not even weak maps. Like when we played phase, we we like two maps, raid uh, control and raid S and D. Like we we'd almost never played raid S and D in a single a single time with yeah. these. Threes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, are you guys are you guys trying to play more raid S and D at, uh, at some dude. point in the next couple of weeks? Uh, we'll see. I I think that map is just fucking sucks balls though. Like what, what map? Raid search. Yeah, it's oh, it's complete, so completely different than to what it dude, used to be. Dude, well, well, you know what it is in is the fact that the subs, the wallbang on the sub is more powerful than the AR's wallbang on this game. Like Z, the Z area with the sub is like solid. It just like, played differently too now. Like 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 yeah. back then, the maybe well, the, I don't remember the team pillars. Like every round on offense. Back then you, you couldn't get a driveway. Like you're, yeah, getting, back... you're getting gun in that cross all the yeah. time. Yeah, Back you then, can't, you can't slide across it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing that you can't do any of that shit. You know, the only thing, you get naded on the cross and it's chalked. You know what I'm saying? So Yo, it's... I'm going mobile. Someone move me. Jesus. He's got smoking right. a bug. Somebody I'm joining move him. now. Uh, move yeah, me. Out, move him over here. Do it over here. That's I, I got him. I got him. I got him. Boom. And let's get this there other one go. out of here. I tossed him out. Wait, What's I'll going be... on? Oh, All right. Fuck me then. What do you mean, fuck you? I mean, I was gonna go smoke a bogue, then come back and. Uh... That's fine. When you come then back, we'll move it back we'll, in we'll when you get back here. In. Wait, wait, no wait, 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 yo, Tommy, you gotta. I got a cool bogue picture. A what? What? <laughs> Dude, this guy can't be serious. What the fuck is wrong with you? Look, you Guys, know, smoking yeah. is bad for you, man. Don't don't listen, Graham. It is very bad for you. It's terrible for you. <laughs> I mean, this guy is literally a fucking nut job. He's a fucking. All right, and then well, he mutes out. Listen. Uh, let's talk about the map. I think ultimately, I think ultimately, and I know I say that word all the time. Ben, you, did a good ben, job ben, of, ben, of I want you to know map. that you're yeah. allowed to say the word. I don't think I've said it once on this show. You have it. Kind of you have it. That's what I'm saying. I saw you, a post. I saw a post on Reddit a couple of days ago. It was the Benny Seam starter pack. And <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. Ultimately. That was funny. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Your no, go-to was phase troll. That's your thing. That's not people. I said that once, and everybody took it out of context. No, 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 no. Phase trolled. Phase trolled. Phase trolled. Whatever, Ben. Talk about the map. Dallas definitely uh, came out to play versus this map. I feel like Dallas is in full control. For Dallas is excellent map. at Garrison Hardpoint. We've yeah, seen them yeah, 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 be yeah. really proficient on this map. Shotzi does his thing. Why Let me do your thing. Huh? I want to play a different fucking map, dude. No, you well, don't. Why? If no, you're so, I actually do. If you're so good at this map, why the fuck are people playing it against you? 
I don't know. I was sitting there like, Ray, what the fuck are people vetoing to for us to play this map? What they veto? What do they veto? I don't know. You just they, they veto Moscow against you guys. Moscow? That's Cindy and her point. Okay, well maybe that's a problem on the Minnesota camp. Maybe they Minnesota's being wrong. tucked on Moscow. Well, so there, you go. Surprised on this map. there you go. I mean, that's why yeah. you expand your map pool, guys. Because when you expand your map pool, there's nothing you can do. You know, if teams have weak maps, it doesn't matter. As long as you got every map under control, you're this good to go. This map close, doesn't it? Doesn't oh, this map go down to the wire? No, not really. Doesn't Dallas, isn't Dallas pretty much close it out? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. I was thinking in the beginning. When this was a comfortable Preston win popping first off on map, too. This is a comfortable win. Dallas is ahead of a lot of rotations. Minnesota gets seven more points on this map. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Never mind, Dallas never mind. was ahead of rotations. They were out slaying them. They were playing better COD in the hard. The Minnesota has not looked good in, in, in hard point. They haven't. It just seems like they... I feel like every time Minnesota plays, I'm chalking up the first map. Even though they did come out and win first map versus who was it? Let's, Who did they? Let's go more into it. Why do we think Minnesota is struggling so hard at hard point? Like, it's fundamentals. Like, it's I, little I things. Don't, I don't think their team plays on the same pace, and that's why they're just so disjointed all the time. And hard they point, do have that's an oddly paced team. They get ran on. They just like they go through stretches. They just they just can't get points, and teams just get in front of them, and it's so hard to play from behind in hard point. Because mm -hmm. like Sandy's play style, Dylan is definitely not like you know an aggressive first. Type in, right? Like, that's not Dylan. And I don't think that's Standy either. So, like, the, the subs have an odd dynamic. I think Major and Priest, I don't mind their pace. I feel like they have good pacing for ARs, no? I feel like Mike's obviously on the slower side, and, and Preston's, like, quick. So, I, I don't mind it, but I feel like the subs, like, one of them needs to be... I mean, um, easier said than done. I feel like the, the SMG pace is I, I think it, I just think they don't have the players that play with the kind of freedom they had for that one and a half week, so they were really good at hard point when they picked up Standy. That was their best hard point game. And then they got back to their old ways of just being a little bit. It just it, to me watching them play, they don't have the fluidity that the best hardpoint teams have. They're decisive. Mm -hmm. They're quick. They get four dead. They make way really good use of the map control to keep that pressure on. I feel like Minnesota don't really do a good job of getting themselves in those situations. Mm -hmm. I kind of agree with you, Ben. Honestly, I feel like you hit it spot on. I feel like sometimes the flow of the game is a little off. Sometimes they're doing their own thing. Like I feel like they're kind of just like making individual plays. They're all they're all very talented. But in hardpoint, it's about the bait is the bait and switches the, yeah. the you know making plays instantly you know making use of your kills you know fucking hitting that go button. Sometimes I feel like they're a little disjointed, like the flow is a little bit off. But um, they definitely have the potential to be good at hardpoint. You know, they just these guys need to go back and and figure out that how to fix their flow on the map and and kind of what where the problems are coming. Um, I'm I'm sure when they're watching it back, they can pinpoint a lot of different things. Um, these are definitely, this is definitely a team that I won't count out going into the end of the year because they are capable of being good at hardpoint without a doubt. They got talent, man. These guys can play. Um, it's just, uh, for some reason, that game mode has just been shaky for them. Um, and I think a lot of them just need to go back and uh, and just work together. Like a lot of these other teams have been doing. Yeah, you know, don't I agree. give up. Um, but SND is a different, uh, a different game mode. And this is a game mode that they look great in. I mean, they, yeah. they, they've been looking good in SD throughout the they've year. They've been really good on this map. I mean, they've had a. They had, what, two tough losses, uh, and both times were a team they ran 11 on this map, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And then well, they, yeah. had a, they had a couple team kills and shit with the fucking nades and shit. I mean, throughout the year, I mean, I feel, even with Lamar, you know, I feel like they were they were good at S&D. I feel like it was, like, their go-to game mode. Um, and that's just because they have a lot of S&D players. I feel like they have a good understanding um, of how to play the game mode. Um, and this is one of those game modes that I feel like they could perfect and get onto the same page where in hard point it was a little bit different. 
Um, but they do a good job this map. Preston's always getting pushed up boat. Um, it's really hard when you have somebody like P Dog with a Craig pushed up on his boat, just throwing shimmies, hitting jump shots. No, um, he should have went mid every single fucking round. Yeah, well, off. that's that's where the adaption comes in, right? Cream sixty plays the map, and then after he plays the map, uh, you know, he notices things. So you think you guys should have played mid more, Porter? And why is Bro, that? Bro, I couldn't find me. full mid map. You couldn't find what? I like the hard counter to fucking yacht is mid. Mm-hmm. They want to go fucking yacht, then like you just go mid. Then yeah. what the fuck? I, and then I, you have one guy make like cut that guy off. It's well, like, like how how Seville's playing it on phase. Yeah, because well, you, you just you, watch you, the bomb you, cross. You leave the guy boat and you just make him useless. You just leave him there, and then you yep. just work. You know, there's gonna be at least one or two people stacked up by B side, either in purple or just holding B. So if you single out the one guy mid, you just open up the map. I mean, that's definitely a thing on Miami that I think people are gonna start taking advantage of. You don't really see people challenging mid that much. Um, but I could definitely see, you know, teams starting to adapt. I can only imagine that there were snipers. Can you imagine the mid the mid snipe fights? I think I feel like it'll be it would very be entertaining. Oh yeah, it'll be super entertaining. I really wish one day we do see snipers coming back into play. Uh, but I don't think that's gonna be happening uh, anytime soon. I have a question for Krim. So looking mm -hmm. at your team's overall performances here in S and D, you guys are basically the epitome of a five hundred team. You guys are like I think twenty nine and twenty nine in the game mode, and it's a little bit too high. I don't know, you guys are basically five. You're five hundred. Yeah, twenty nine, twenty nine S and D. You have uh, basically even in round differential from your POV. Like, what are you guys going to do better in search? Try and get on a run and win a little bit more of those search maps. Uh, well, not, that five hundred by five hundred. I mean, you have to account in all the fucking. I, I would say, what's our record with Reese? Uh, I think you guys have a, a winning record in SMB with Reese, but I think it's by a couple of maps. Too. I think they do too. I think they've been better yeah. with Reese in SMB. Reese, Reese is an excellent SMB player. So. I mean, Reese has been excellent for you guys since you brought him on. Maybe a little bit of shakeups in the beginning when you first brought him on. Um, you can thank me for Reese uh, Porter playing insane because he actually reached out to me. I wrote him about a three page essay on what that kid needs to do to get back at the form. And ever since that essay, he's been top notch. I mean, I start charging people for advice Thank like you, that. You're going to ask for like... Yeah, hey, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're thing. welcome. You're welcome. You know, I did it free of charge, you know? Uh, you ask for 10% of your winnings. You would have cashed out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Reese has been phenomenal. I mean, I didn't really do much, man. I just tried to help the kid and talk him through, you know, kind of a slump um, and just helping him get his confidence back. Um, I think the main thing for Reese when he first came in was just playing to not make mistakes because he's a new guy on the team, doesn't want to get called out on. I said, Reese, you were the best player in LAG make plays and if you make mistakes and you get called out on them then so be it but i'd rather have you making plays and making mistakes than not doing anything at all because it's just gonna hurt the team if you're just sitting around doing nothing um yep. and ever since that i mean he's been a lot more confident you know he has been making plays he's not afraid to make maps i basically just said you're the fucking man and go show everybody why you're the fucking man but i just you know obviously wrote him something you know we were talking back and forth a little bit i'm i'm close with reese i'm a, i've always been a big fan of reese and he knows that. Ever since he first came in to the league, I was always a big fan. So, uh, you know, he's a good kid. And it's I'm, I'm happy for him to see him come into this Dallas team and uh, and really just make a name for himself and show that he can hang with the big dogs. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and he continues to do so, man. I mean, he makes plays on the map. But the SSD fell apart for you guys pretty quickly, Porter. It, 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 was, it was a good map, yeah. though. It was a good map. It was close. This is a big 1v1 clutch here from Mike. He... he has to do a lot of work to try to win this 1v1. He has to actually go so far as to sprint towards Ilya in mid-map. He's able to actually get back to the bomb and defuse it in time. Attach literally flash both of us right there. Yeah. Yeah, well, you see Ilya in the chat. 
he's saying that he should have shouldered, probably threw, should have thrown another shoulder or something. I don't, I don't really yeah, know definitely. what happened. Um, but Ender feels like he might have fucked up a little bit right there. You know, Ender had the advantage there. You know, Ender, you stay alive for a couple more Linder. seconds. Um, yeah, a little bit of a misplay from from the Pope. Ender, aka Illy. But a big clutch by Mike. Um, I think that's a big round. They end up to, they end up taking a three one lead. Um, and then you can just fast forward it mostly through Ben. I mean, Minnesota, they, they gain some momentum. Um, they go back uh, on the offensive side. If I remember correctly, they end up losing this one. Um, and then it goes 3-2. And then Minnesota, they end up bouncing back. It was very back and forth. But for the most part, Minnesota had a good S&D map. They've always been pretty good at Miami search or just S&D in general. Um, they just seem like they're on the same page and uh, they know what they're doing. Everything's very calculated. And they have a lot of individual talent, a lot of individual S and D players. So they look good. I think for uh, yeah. for Dallas, it was a good learning lesson, right? Losing is learning. Go back, see what you could have done differently. You already hear Porter talking about it, right? That's the pussy say. <laughs> what losing what would you, is what learning? What would you say, Porter? Bro, I would say you learn more off of winning if you give the effort. Bro, you know how much you know how you lost. losing is. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> coronavirus. No, no, that's 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 cigarettes. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. But uh, no, nah, but you know how damaging losing is to fucking self esteem and confidence and shit, bro. Like that shit. Very bad. Is learning, like, nah, bro. Y'all are bitches. Losing, <laughs> losing is learning when you're a good team and you know you're a good team. I was just gonna no, say that. No, I mean, no, it's not no. like you guys are dirt shit, Porter. Like what? Yeah, if you but, lose confidence because you, you lose be, a map, then you guys are bro, fucking you pathetic. You should be studying every. You should be yeah, exactly. But you should be studying every single fucking win or loss like it doesn't matter oh yeah of course i mean yeah winning, nobody does you, that nobody does that i mean optic has been doing it not versus us on land oh shit oh, nah, shots oh, fired. oh, oh jesus fucking christ oh jesus christ won't stop <laughs> jesus fuck hey that was that wasn't really that was kind of funny. Okay, no, that was no, pretty funny. Was funny. I, I, no, you can speak your mind and shit. Don't worry about it. I'll talk about my duo like that, please. We, listen, we like some we like some good <laughs> like promos so. that get cut on the show. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, it's no problem. It's no fucking but, problem. But uh, yeah, no, we just didn't adapt on that map. Then it was uh. Bed, speed this shit up. I okay. tell you to spin it up. We got a fucking hot take on Reddit. We got all kinds of conversation. Yeah, no, it's fine. You don't have to come at me like that. We could keep fucking talking, you know. But you know, we don't need to watch. The whole map back, you know what I'm saying? This is I'm a trying, I'm trying to make this conversation. Is a recap. I'm trying to pace this along, but it's oh, all no, good. No, we can you make conversation you. while fast forwarding. And, you know, we're talking. I mean, the next five, the next six, three rounds, Minnesota blow, blow, blow them. Yeah, they <laughs> fucking yeah, blow they, them. Yeah, they blow yeah. them. <laughs> they fucking blow them. And they blow them nice. They blow them well. Well, and then we get to this. We get to this rate control. And once again, and I, I would love to know the number of three three O's we've had in control in the last like three or four weeks because the number has to be it's incredibly been high. I saw the stat. I don't know who it was. It was three one. The the control wasn't it? This control. No, I'm, pre I'm pretty sure you guys three O'd. I don't remember that. You guys, you guys won the series three one, but bro, the control bro, was three O. I was just preaming shit, saw no one, and then all of a sudden, bam, three of them. <laughs> what the fuck are you to win? The whole entire raid control. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good teamwork out of them. Oh, I showered during this. Was this map good? No, no, no. it got blown out. Fast. Oh, it was, it was a snooze fucking fest. Oh, weren't they yeah. weren't they good on this map too? Yeah, I was washing my ass and balls in the shower. That's nice. That's beautiful. Thanks for us now. Um, Minnesota you. on raid control is eleven and six, so they were actually pretty decent at it. Mm -hmm. Damn, you go, chow. 
Um, but yeah, I think you guys do a good job. I mean, a lot of people on raid control now just know how to play. People are always getting pushed up bed early. People are doing a good job manipulating spawns. Um, for Minnesota, they just couldn't get anything rolling. You know, they yeah. couldn't get anything going. At the very end, Standy made a little bit of a mishap. Um, maybe yeah, we'll if, they were, if they were able to get onto that point, uh, or they did get onto the point and win an offense and maybe go to the next defense, send it to an overtime, you know, Minnesota could have made a series out of this, but Standy would have, you would have what then? No, we would have shut that shit down. Yeah, you probably would have. But I'm saying, you know, it was a little bit of a misplay. You know, Standy ends up finding himself onto the point with, like, one second left on the clock, and he auto-mantles, gets off the point, and they end up losing. Um, but I think for the most part, again, um, Dallas is in full control. Minnesota, they win the last three rounds of the S&D. It was smooth sailing, nothing crazy. And then in the control, same thing. But over on the other side, Dallas were the ones who came out on top. Shotzi's been playing great. Um, Shotzi was in the MVP candidate. Who said what? Uh, wait, 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 wait. so mad Optic B-Face. I just want to let you know, dog, I was rooting for Optic. I was part of that green wall. Oh, yeah. Really? Just Why? want you to know. It returns for a day. Because, bro, I've been finding this battle against fucking for Middle Earth, you know what I mean, for a while now. And uh, You want more allies? Yes, ex- exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly. I want more allies. <laughs> he needs more people behind them, guys. Let's get a W6 in the chat. Show him some love. But sh- listen, man, Shotzi, MVP candidate. A lot of people in my chat, were, you know, when the CDL tweeted it out, didn't agree with it. They said Shotzi shouldn't be in there. I don't know. I think Shotzi definitely should be in there. That's um, bullshit, bro. I mean, I was a little bit. I was like, I don't know. Maybe not Shotzi. Maybe somebody else can sneak in there because there are a lot of great players I, I in the mean, league. Tom, Tommy, go buy our placings alone like if someone has to be there and it ain't me and it's not ender either yeah that's what i'm saying and it's not it, kyler it, it can't be reese fellow. or kyler yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no oh, it could be fellow you know at first i was like i don't know what the fuck okay. you just say to me ben i gave you a good try on the joke i thought it was, it was quite comedic uh, i was like i don't know how i feel wasn't about your best but it's all good stop pausing man who the Wait. fuck is pausing? No, I got I'm my not, hands up. Yo, yo I, I understand the insight one, yeah. but I'm telling you right now, Cammy is about a league above a league compared to the rest of that team. Oh, yeah, he is. Cammy's by far the best on the team. Man. I'll oh, fucking by far. Cammy all day long. Bro. Yeah, I know. You'd good. suck him off given the opportunity. I, 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 so would you, Zen. Come here, Cammy. What? Come. He's my good friend. Yeah, you probably already sucked off. What the fuck? Oh. Don't say that on stream. My Whoa, bad. I'm bro. sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have to put the explicit tag on this podcast, man. Uh, my bad. We already, but, uh, do, we already t- do put listen, the explicit tag on the rails. Uh, so this, this is the situation podcast. we're talking about here. Standy slides to the corner, gets the mantle, and you see time ticks off. Maybe mm-hmm. they could have clutched it. I don't why know. Mine, Maybe they had help from pause? front. Dallas was coming off a spawn. Maybe they could have stacked it and gotten the kills, but... Uh, instead, they don't really get the choice, and then Dallas three uh, 3-0s from here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Dallas could have still broke on in. I mean, all they need to do is was work a break. Um, what is even going on here? My shit's in slow motion. I know. I, I slowed it down because they get three kills. I just uh, want to demonstrate to people that, like, I think Minnesota might have – I mean, they still have to get another wave of kills. Don't get me wrong. But they I don't think it's an automatic it. W, but I think they definitely could have done it here. I mean, oh, that is so tough. Even the mental. guys from Minnesota. That is start, so tough. The look, poor look, guy. At her, look at her reactions from Minnesota. You see Dylan starting to smile a little bit. He said, all right. Oh, that's yeah. so tough, Because I think Dylan's man. coming off a of spawn middle could have been like a GG. No, they could have. Hey, listen. The hey, listen, they could win this offense. Go back. You're on defense again. You can bring yeah. it into an overtime. I mean, you know, by the skin of their teeth. I mean, it's one of those things, that, you know, the reverse sweep always starts at one. 
Um, and how many times have we seen the down 0-2 control, down 0-2 map count, you bring it back out of control, win the next two maps. We've seen it before multiple times, but against a team like Dallas, you know, it's going to be difficult. You know, I don't think Crim6 is going to let that happen. Um, but then no we way. go into a... No way. We go into the checkmate, Harp. And, and this was the this is the one where it was looking like a couple of series before this. They got Dallas sketchy, Porter. They got sketchy, out, But you guys, you guys break P2. Kind of walk us through sort of how the sort of end of this map played. They got sketchy. You shut the fuck up. You're watching. <laughs> yeah, I am watching. Yeah, but well, I'm trying to set the table for you to answer the question. Uh, well, we're going to fucking call it how we see it, Porter. Yeah. It got fucking sketchy, bitch. So fucking tell us why. Because <laughs> uh, we're probably... Should we play? Play no. Minnesota, brother. Jeez, uh, come no, on. No, 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 I'm saying next week. They're going to pick it either way. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Right, we'll, I'm, we'll see the schedule at the end, and we'll take a look. Uh, no, 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 but I'm saying You're right now, on, on checking it, we're pretty weak at it right now. Oh, uh, really? Mm. Playing Seattle and Toronto next week. So is yeah. this kind of like a map both, pick to try both, and get better yeah, at it? Was that one of those ben, things? Ben, you're like 15 seconds behind me, bro. I've already thought it I've already thought it out. They're both going to pick it. So well, I'm sorry we're not in the same room, brother, but it's all good. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. Uh, but yeah, definitely got a little mixy. I think Dallas had most of the control, but I think it was, you know, Dylan was able to pick up some streaks on uh, in playing. Um, I don't really know if I like the streak usage out of Dylan. I feel like he kind of blew his missile a little bit. I saw what he was trying to do with it from that P1 to P2 rotation, try and catch people slipping. Um, but it, it ended up not connecting, um, and he kind of blew the, the missile a little bit. Yeah, it, was right, it was right, it was right here, and like I kind of see the thought process they were gonna, but they right. had just came off spawn, you know, yeah. they're gonna be inside. I mean, maybe even wait till you're, you, I don't know, a little bit closer. I don't know. I think, to be honest, point. Tom, watching this back, I don't think they thought that Shotzi was gonna get to bottom middle and just shoot them all in the back. I think that was actually a great play from Shotzi because I think they thought that they had one guy sold out right. And he was going to use the missile to kill that guy or the guys off a of spawn. They can get to the back for free. Instead, watch watch what happens. Shotzi actually gets behind them and shoots them on the back. Yeah, I mean, it's a good play out of the kid. I mean, all, all Shotzi needs to say is, yo, make sure we're blocking. I'm going to go rogue and make a play. And uh, that's exactly what happened. I mean, Dallas, they spawn in the back. They're holding orange anyway because the streak's coming down. Shotzi was able to pick up a couple kills. It just felt rushed. I like the idea with Dylan Streak, but it felt rushed. Like, they could have organized it a little bit more, make sure everything was clear, get pushed up a bit maybe, like get pushed up by Tetris and get pushed up by Blue. Call the Streak and then make your play as the missile's in the air um, because you know they're going to be running inside. You know where they're going to be. Um, and I just felt like they rushed it a little bit. You know, it was kind of just like, I'm calling it now, off rotation. And they could have just set it up a little bit better. So I like the idea. I don't like the execution. Um, so they, they lose the streak. They they lose the missile. Dallas is able to lock down some time. They build themselves a little bit of a lead. Towards the end, it gets a little bit mixy, Ben, but it, it, it was Dallas who who find themselves breaking onto the, to that final part of the hill. It was the uh, chain. Think, uh, it was the P3, uh, the P3, P4, P4, P5. Chain. We've seen this so often on this map. Dallas P4, had a P5. chance. Uh, well, it started with the P3, and then Dallas got set up in a good spot in the P4, and it happened a couple of times in both rotations where they just got flipped on the bad side and they had super deep spawns at the end of this hill. I mean, like, look how it gets set up pop. Like they've got no control. They have no one to play and they have no one outright. Minnesota is able to kind of set up. It does get a little mixy because Dallas does a good job on both this uh, hill and the one prior in the last rotation sort of bully out front, but it gets Minnesota a window back in the game to put pressure on P1 to sort of make this interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was a great play. Great. Sure. Yep. It, 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 listen, listen, you see, the potential for Minnesota when they're able to, to you know, work some setups, work some hill chains. You know, you, you see the potentials there for them to, to come back and, and actually play this game mode the right way. But, again, they just don't – they don't execute. They don't close. 
Um, and yeah. Dallas, they end up breaking on into this point. They disrupt the, the, the push a little bit. Um, but I don't even know what happened. I think it was the P1 hit where Minnesota was able to pop some kills and work a nice break. And that's where things got a little bit mixy. And then they work a broke. They 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 worked a break into the P two again. Then they throw it away. And they threw it away. They well, threw it away. On, Tom, on look the at final the set, wave. Look at the setup they have here. Like this P one. This should have been over. I mean, look look how they have Minnesota pinned here. They've got a good set. They got someone backstairs. They have they have Reese in plane. They have number seven top plane. They have number five stacks. So they've got they've got that whole side of the map uh, crossed. Minnesota struggled to break this P one in the last rotation. Mm-hmm. This probably should have been a GG here, but watch how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Preston gets a, a big kill on the stairs. They he start to killed. single out Vivid here. He kind of chows out. Leaves the guy in Hill. Illy kind of is chowing middle. Illy over the guy in a little old, bit. Old. I think Illy need to kind of stay alive there. Mm-hmm. And now Minnesota basically did nothing, and they got the hill for free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, honestly, it was, it, it was good wins. Out of Reese Minnesota and Illy, too. I think both over Chell. Uh Went a little bit rogue, yeah, I was going to yeah. say. They, they definitely could have played their lives a little bit on rotation, maybe worked a crossfire or something, you know, worked together a little bit. You know, they're the two guys in plane, um, but they end up going a little rogue. They get traded out um, in Minnesota. They end up making these this a little bit mixy. I mean, they're only down 30 here. Preston makes a play through wing. He's able to pick up some kills, but it was uh, going back to that P2 rotation that where things got a little mixy. The P1 is mostly contested. Um, I mean, that's what it is. P1 is mo- always going to be a contest hill. Porter with a big couple kills. Great kills out of you. Great grenade. You're able to pop a two-piece here off rotation. But it was not number four player. It was Priesta who sneaks through this right side of the map. I guess it was uh, Porter. Nobody's picking yeah. up left, and it might have been on you. Yeah, no, I mean. Yes, it was on no, him. No, but someone. I didn't realize. Okay, so I just. So it was Major. I thought Major was, or I thought there was a different guy, Alien. As you can see, Ant shift over. I'm calling like, yo, there could be a guy shop. And like, look at me. Like, look at where my arrow's looking. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. You're looking towards like, mid and yeah, plane uh, shift. Yeah, and nobody's yeah, even I looking at left. Yeah, no, I didn't even realize I killed the guy. The well, there was. I think there was two. One was like lights, and then one was like Alien. Uh huh. And I didn't realize I killed the guy, Alien. Yeah. So definitely a little mishap from you guys. I think uh, you did a great job getting your initial two kills, and then it was just a lane, op- a lane open. Um, and even yeah. one of your teammates, like coming off spawn, like gotta realize, you know, like I don't know, somebody needs to make the call that that the lane is open. Priesta, he ends up popping a big two piece in the back. Uh, Shotzi, he gets overwhelmed on hill. Now right here, pause, boom, Minnesota get the break now. They had the setup. It should be over. It well, it should be over should after be over. they get another wave of kills. Yeah, Watch. no, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they get, get all these kills wave, in the middle. They get two more. You have number six. That's Krim trying to make a play through the back. He gets one, but he gets traded out. I mean, right here, especially you're playing too up. scared. If I'm number four, I'm hitting out plane. Mm-mm. Yeah, hit out plane. Push out the cut. Um, I think it was Priesta who ended up. You know, he has the AR in hand. Maybe they didn't want to get too aggressive, but they definitely turtled. Hundred percent turtle here a little bit. They got the kills. You know, and that's the go button part. Make use of your kills. That's where you get the kills, and they stay a little. They they play a little passive. They don't do anything with them. I mean, they can really put the pressure on Dallas here and really make them lose full. I mean, pressing if pressing gets pushed up, plays an off angle, pops one or yeah, two in the back. It's good. Hey, game over. It's done. Uh, so you know, I think Dallas they took full advantage of it. You know, they push to the right side of the map. They catch a turtling Minnesota. They pick up kills, and with only seconds left to go, they end up winning the map. So great job out of Dallas Empire to, to remain composed. A little bit of a mishap out of Minnesota Rocker. You know, when you get the kills, you know, put put the pressure on. Don't be scared to make plays. You know, stay aggressive. Push out those cuts. They let that one go. I think we could have seen a game five here. Yep. But regardless, 
uh, good series out of both teams. I do think Dallas Empire was the better team today, as I pretty much expected. I think Minnesota yep. really needs to clean up their hard point a little bit, and it can be deadly going into this the final uh, you know couple events of the year. So. Shout out to Minnesota and Dallas for another entertaining series. It was a good one. I think today we had insane matches, man. Insane matches. We had an insane uh, show. We had a lot of viewers in here today talking about the all the matches. Um, is there a schedule, Ben? Is uh, there a schedule? Do we, do we know they, what's they going on next? I can tell you the, the games here that are going to be uh, coming up this uh, next week. Let me find it again. Um, and then also, guys, uh, I posted on Reddit today. Uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a Q and a, I actually posted on Reddit and said, uh, you know, drop some hot takes. You know, if you guys have any hot takes, um, that you want us to talk about, uh, drop some hot takes on the Reddit. So I'm definitely going to take a look at that and see what you guys came up with. We'll probably look at like the top two or top three hot takes and then, uh, and then go from there and, and give our thoughts. So as I pull that up, also, yeah, Paul, ben, at, I'm still echoing fucking through. hell, brother. Yeah, that sounded awful. How yeah. many times do I gotta I, no, fucking I my, tell you? I have my volume turned all the way down. I don't know why it's echoing. I'll fix it next show. Unfucking believable. Unbelievable. Anyway, I, I, I sent you the link for the schedule. Okay, I'll, t I'll take a look. Let's open up the schedule. Ben, if you can, while well, I'm pulling this up, find yeah. the Reddit post. Cause I'm trying to yeah, I, I got you the Reddit post, too. Uh, but over here. Bada bing, bada boom. We'll kick things off with the with the first day. You know, we got New York, uh, Paris, and then we got Optic uh, Chicago going up against London. Um, New York, struggling, absolutely struggling, um, you know, I've been talking to the guys a little bit over there, um, you know, definitely, uh, just some problems with the, with the camp, man, definitely some problems with the camp, I think, uh, mentally, you know, they gotta get themselves into a better spot, um, because these guys are really just feeling it, you know, they're starting to feel it a little bit, um, but we know what they're capable of doing, we had Paris who just came off a big win with LA Thieves, this one can go either way. That depends what the fuck we're going to get out of both these teams. Honestly, sometimes you see Paris are terrible. Same with New York and then vice versa. So I don't know who's winning that one. I'm obviously going to go with my guys in New York. I'll say 3-1, 3-2. And then with Optic, I think Optic's going to shut down London. But I also do think London's been been pretty promising. So I think we can see a good one there too. You know, it's getting to that point of the year now where everybody knows how to play. So I definitely don't know what's going to happen. But I do got New York and Optic winning those. I'll go 3-2 and then I'll go 3-1 Optic. I got I got New York 3-2. I think they're going to grind this series out. But it's not going to be super pretty. But it's dub's a dub. Then for Optic, I'll say 3-1. I kind of like the way London's playing right now. Considering that they're sort of punching a little bit above their weight. And for this Optic team, I think they're going to finish the stage out 5-0. After they take care of Thieves on Saturday. But we'll get their predictions later in the week. I just like the way Optic's playing here and want to see them in the mix on a championship Sunday in a major. We we definitely have been missing that. Yeah, yeah. Would y'all agree? You guys agree with the predictions or what? Yeah. And I'm I looking mean, at the rest of the schedule. I mean, we got LAT's Optic. We got fucking Minnesota, Florida, which could be a good one. We got Face Toronto, New York. Florida. Dallas Ultra on Sunday to end things. That's going to be a very good series. Um, Toronto, Toronto actually Florida plays some big matches this week, actually. If you think about it, they play Florida been very good and they play dallas like mm -hmm. we're gonna learn a lot about where toronto's at this week yeah we got uh that thieves optic up. series like i think optics probably gonna win that but like if thieves wins that series and phase beats new york on sunday the group kind of becomes a little bit crazy right oh, yeah it's sort of a circular tiebreaker at that point listen man we got some good matches coming up and zinni sorry to cut you off but you agree with the predictions or what I mean, yeah, I think New York, big bounce back for them. They need to come out swinging, and they need to have a dominant showing. Then Optic, I mean, pretty clear cut. Yeah, for sure. Porter agreed. Fucking the predictions. Yeah, 
Let's look at some of these hot takes. Going into next year, Draza is the player LAT should prioritize and build around. It's Kenny. It's Kenny. It's yeah. Kenny, but I appreciate the effort with this hot take from Reddit. Uh, uh, I, I can see them both being on the team. Is, is it Kenny? Year. Is it Kenny? Uh, yeah, most definitely I Kenny. I don't see them one. getting rid of Kenny, guys. It is definitely Do you really Kenny. think there's a world where they're the, not I mean, going to on, Honestly, I mean, let's be realistic. It's both of them. It's Kenny yeah, and Yeah, I agree with that. They're going to keep both of yeah. them, and they're going to build around both. I mean, it's those are the two If the two one superstars. was going to go, it's Draza before Kenny. But I do see them both being I mean, they're just not going to go. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to choose between both of them because they've both been lights out. They've both been playing really well. I like how Draza plays, man. But I think Draza's yeah, really too. good. Really good. Me too. I think Draza's a good player. And he's young, good attitude. He's a good player to have. Uh, you know, just he's just a good player to have. I yep. think they got a good one over there. Look at that. What? Draza, is that you? Courage? Uno? <laughs> Dude, you can't be serious. A Valkyrie. He doesn't, even, he doesn't even fucking sound like that. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. Bro. Yes, he does. Yeah, I heard you. Last guy, last guy Tetris? Go to the next one, bro. Jesus 10 seconds gonna kill. Spawn out. I hear you. The league disbands in three or less years after Skump retires. Cap. The cap. Next cap. question. Um, it, it would be Warzone, not Skump. Yeah, I can see Warzone ta uh, taking now, it over. Now, if Skump went to Warzone, yeah, <laughs> that shit actually, you know what? Give it a year and a half. <laughs> you, know? you think that shit would be, you think that shit be done instantly? Bro, dude, I mean, we've already had this discussion, Tommy. Yeah, we've had it. Me and you have talked on the phone we've every had. once in a while. We've talked about this Move on to the bit. next one. Me and my dude. See, Ben, now you're this rushing me. Now you're, yeah, 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 yeah. now you're rushing me, Ben. And before, no, Ben, I, I was I not rushing you, Ben. You know, right, we, 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 do, we do a post-game recap. You know, we don't need to watch the whole map from start to finish. That's the only reason why I rushed you before. If Optic and NYSL do bad at champs and Vanguard isn't good at all, Playing Scump will retire after this season, maybe even formal. No. Scump, Scump retiring I, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I thought last year that if us or Optic or Huntsman won, that yeah. out of me, Formal, Clay, and Scump, that someone was going to quit. And I was like, it, it ain't going to be me, first of all. You know, like whoever, okay. like whoever won. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You thought whoever won go out in a blaze of glory, walk yeah, up to yeah. the sunset, Disneyland, yeah, I whatever. Thought, I thought someone was gonna quit for sure. I can see Clay. Uh, I can see Clay stepping out. I'm gonna be the one to say. It. I can I see it too. I can see Clay stepping out. Uh, I, other two, I think Clay's the more I likely to step like out. I feel like Clay's getting to that age now. You know, he's pushing. What is he? 29, 30. 28 or 29? 28. He's, he's been playing this weird really one day with that thing. question. Hey, I, don't, I was just going to say, it, I don't it, think it, it's the age it, thing. A little it's, bit of the age been, thing because it, he's been doing, doing it for, listen, no, he's no, been no, doing it for a long age. time. It's not the age thing. He's said in multiple interviews and when he's come on this show, like he's done the world they want they thing about stepping back. I mean, he's, he just keeps he's been fucking for a Listen, he just tweets all the time. I'm mentally this, mentally well, this. Here's, for him here's now. the problem with Clay, right? So he's a back to back world champion. He's literally the best teams back to back years. Any, like, any sign of struggle now, Clay's going to just get annoyed because it's like, fuck, he got screwed out of two winning teams, right? Like, he gets dropped after he won champs. Uh, after Black Ops 4, and then yeah. he wins MW champs. Inevitably, he's forced to get dropped because of the 5v5 switch, whatever. Now he has to start all over. I'm sure he's not happy about how, like, uh, you know, like... Uh, you know what? I guess I can talk about this shit. Okay, go yeah. ahead. We, we wanted to do a five-man roster going into this year. Yeah, that's well, insane. Well, 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 not we. Uh, like... I don't think it's that insane, but go and ahead. And, and like, 
like Strode proposed it. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm kind of fucking down for that, low key. No, you and weren't. That, no, I actually, I actually kind of was. Boogies. And, uh, no, but then everyone sort of decided against it. Exactly. But, I, I don't, I don't mind it but, if it's, but, if it's, but, of course you don't mind because Ben's been saying no, this no, shit I, all I, year. I, I, I bro, people need to go forward their thinking here. Like, I don't mind think it about, if, if it's a rotator. Hard point with the fucking five man roster. You can think figure out how to get people reps. Uh, I think that part's about, underrated. Think about Moscow fucking Hardpoint. Like all like that bam, that's two maps right there that are like so fucking different that it would would have been like really useful. True. I mean you bring in you and Clay right for the for the AR heavy maps and then the fucking yeah. sub heavy maps you you know you you change things up a little bit. I get it. I definitely get it. I mean, if you're gonna, at that point you just drop Ender if you plan on do, if, if you plan on having Clay and Krim on the AR maps and fucking you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, the argument to that is, you know, if you're constantly changing up the roster, it's hard to get into form. It's hard to get into rhythm. You know, like you, you know, people are constantly being changed my, right now. My on stage, is... you would ha- on stage Porter at events, you would have to have somebody unplug their shit, come on, plug yeah, in their. Yeah, but sh- that shit's super quick now, dude. The way no, they have it's, it, it's, the way it's, they it's have still it weird though. Dope. Like weird. the way I see it is, it, it's not. Weird. I don't think it's weird, but to... nothing's preventing people from being used to it. I don't think you'd be able to gauge, like who should be playing and on what map because scrim play is very different to tournament play. Like I, mean, I think I, the only way to figure it out is tournament reps. And I mean, yeah. hell man, maybe one day people will try it. And honestly, it could work. It's not just going to be fucking, I think it would like, work like, fucking like, really well. Dude. Like think about it. If you have five top players in the team, they're not just going to get shit on because they have a five man roster, right? Like if you have the right players, the right people, it'll work. I don't think, well, I don't think LAG runs a five man roster and they're well, incredible. You know what I'm saying? It's, in scrims, you would have to obviously, like, okay, if you're going to play this map in a match, like, you need to play it in a scrim, right? Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to have five people in a scrim. But the biggest thing is, like, dude, okay, so say say you're you're being subbed in or whatever. Like, realistically, you, you might only have to focus on fucking five or six maps. Yeah, you might only have to worry it, about certain maps like you don't even like other maps aren't even in your fucking map pool my it's my it's my thing with this take is people just see it as a cliff but it's like you got to figure out how to deploy the parachute just because you can't see what's under there doesn't mean you can't solve those problems i mean hey listen it's it's not a bad idea i just don't see it happening i don't see teams actually falling through with it just because i think when you're outweighing the positives and negatives of it i feel like it's just it's just not worth it personally which is why i think you guys ultimately didn't do it um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe but maybe I mean, it could have benefited a team like LAG this year. If they, if they wanted to like kind of hedge against their situation, if they had brought on another fast player to be a fifth man on the roster and kind of switch that, like I'm saying, like, I, I do think it can work. I don't like, I don't think it would have done I don't shit. Agree they need a whole new roster. They need all four new players. No, no, yeah, I, I, I just hate that it's thing. an idea and it can be executed and we're just like, well, it's not going to work. Well, no one's tried it yet. So. Well, let's look at the next shit. FaZe lose champs again is the next hot take. Can you guys see FaZe losing champs again? Because yeah, of I course. can. Of course. I can see anybody when they lost It's entirely today. possible, yeah. 100%. It is very, very hard. FaZe has won three out of four majors, correct? They've been yep. to, what, 12 of 13 finals in two it years? It is very hard that? to stay at that level when there's a target on your back. 100%. Everybody, is, out everybody is playing against you. Right. Like, like when they go over VOD, when they strat it, like go over strats, like it's all to beat you. <laughs> like all your S and D shit, you have to constantly change it up. Uh, What's like the record the fly... in finals over the last two years? It's like 500, right? They've lost a lot of finals. Um, one, two last year, and three this year. 
And also, I mean, like, people just start hitting form at the end. Like, people just... That's what I was going to say. Teams are just getting will, better. People will inevitably you know? catch up. And it's like one of those things where, bro, even FaZe makes mistakes. They punish teams for the other team's mistakes a lot harder. But, like, FaZe is still going to fuck up, right? And at, at the, that point of the year when people are good... People will capitalize on it. Mm -hmm. No, I 100% I, I agree. Let me, let me spin it this way, though. If you had to choose between the field and phase, what are you picking? Um, what? I, I picked the field. Field? Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's he's a saying everybody chance. else. He, he's saying, do you think, would you bet on phase or anybody else to win? I would choose anybody else. Mm. I, can see, I can see Ultra taking him out. I think Ultra is phase's biggest threat in a best of nine series. I'm, I'm going with Krim, uh, What do you think about that? I'm going with That's FaZe. my opinion. I'm going with FaZe. I I'm going to go with FaZe I, too. I, I, I personally think FaZe is going to win champs. But, but I also think Krim might take exception to what you just said. Well, Optics I mean, winning. You, you, you're also, well, there goes Soap. I mean, Soap and Soap are a deal. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's also... I mean, you Optic's know, looking good too. I mean, honestly, like Optic, Ultra, Fa Optic, Ultra, and Dallas are like... Maybe not completely there yet, but like they're definitely, right there, like yeah, like they're I mean, right. These are just, listen, we're I'd argue Ultra's right there. These are fucking Dallas. Predictions. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think Phase is gonna do it. I just think they are. I mean, it's just a prediction. You know, anybody can fucking win champs. You know, maybe not LAG, but the rest of them. You know, I, I, there's certain teams I just don't think have a shot. I mean, like Paris, LAG, Seattle, like some of these teams at the bottom. No shot. I mean, they won't even be there. Well, even teams like Minnesota, right? Like, it, you know, they're good at search. If they can even improve their search, right? There's two maps in a series right there. They sneak a respawn. Like, mm -hmm. it's possible, man. Like, like these teams will hit form at the end of the it, year, it, and it's it'll be. Crazy it should too, be crazy. Like, the format, like, they don't gotta win much to take the event. Well, that's also that's a completely different story that any pro will disagree with for the most part. Like, mm. should not be able to win that um, little amount of series and win champs, right? Next one. Despite people saying he just plays for stats, Octane is still a much better AR than 90% of those in the league. Thoughts? I mean, Sam's a great AR player. No one will ever, no player will ever disagree with that. Um, yeah, no, um, he's a great AR player. He's definitely a great AR player. I think Sam is one of those players where, like, you put you him need, on the right team. You need, exactly. You need yes, to surround him. Yes, he has been him. on competitive teams the last you, you two years. You need to surround him around yeah. with, with the right people. You know, you need to surround him with the right people. And I, I think guess... that changes his upcoming year because obviously, I mean, it's it, it's no secret that I'm pretty but, sure his contract's but, ending. Listen, you got to surround him with the right people, but at the same time, you know, going into this year, you know, they had the opportunity to pick up the right people, and they ended up picking up the team. They ended up picking up. I, I don't know. This one, I, to their, I will give them a little bit of room. This offseason wasn't the greatest in terms of options for the needs that they had. But he should be able to put himself in a good situation next year if that's his priority. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We'll we'll see how it all unfolds. I think there's gonna be a lot of moving around and a lot of roster mania shit going on during the off season. But Hook isn't on a roster at the start of next year. I don't I don't even think that's I don't. That's I can not see... a hot take. I think that's entirely plausible. Well, I mean, it's kind of a hot take. I mean, he could definitely be on a roster. He could definitely not be on a roster. You know, it's actually it's... crazy how much has changed to where that statement's even on paper. <sighs> yeah, he was a world champion. Last Agreed. Year. And now he's it, now it's, he's, he might not be not only is a world champion, he was talked about and is talked about as one of the best talents COD has ever seen. So like to see that written is is just crazy. And yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't. I mean, I, I, listen, it's very possible. Very yeah, possible. It's very possible. I mean, it, it depends on one if people want to play with him after everything that's been going on. I don't know why I personally would play with Hook. I think he's an incredible player. I think he's a good kid. Um, it, or if, you know, people have other ideas for the roster. I mean, if people don't think he could fit into their roster, then it's, it, he's not going to get picked up. Or if he even, I don't even know if he wants to play. 
Um, you know what I'm saying, guys? We'll talk about what you're spamming in the chat at the end. Um, it will be Formal who retires at the end of this year and not Scum. Formal will go on to full-time Warzone and dominate like he did in Blackout. I don't think either of them are, are retiring after this year. I think Formal and Scum are going to play again. I don't know why. Next take. Um, okay. Um, let's do let's do like one or two more. Florida go on a hot run at champs, make finals. Persini is a better flex than he is in SMG. I agree with this. I think Persini is a better flex than he is in SMG. I like Persini on the flex. I do. I do as well. That's Sam. I actually like that. Uh, I'm mean, honestly, I like the last time I saw him in the arm was Black Ops Three, and he was fucking unreal with it. But... Yeah. In IW too, he used to run a little bit. He You're in AR for a sec for them in World War Two, right? I think they they uh, shuffle roles all, all around the all, they shuffled roles a lot around um, on the team. I can see Florida making a run to the finals. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen, but I can see it. Look, like, I think Florida is an incredible team. They Florida can beat anyone and lose to anyone at the yeah, exact same time. Right. You just don't know what Florida you're gonna get, yeah. and that's the main issue. If they can work on their consistency, um, I think they'll be able to do it. Um, but the difference uh, between online play and LAN in 2021 is nearly. Uh, negligible. Uh, what the fuck is that? Negligible. That's a hard word to say. Uh, and is only used as an excuse for players such teams failing to perform or to uh, denigrate. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. Denigrate. Denigrate young players who are threatening veterans league spots. I like yes, I like the big word choice there, and I actually big words. I mean, guys, I, I didn't go to college. It's not, a, it's not just a this year thing. It's it's been like this a lot. Hold on. No. 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 Yes and no. To a sense, okay. yes. Real. Actual land with fans there is a completely different environment. Then Hopefully, close champs studios, has so it's 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 completely different. Like land is still land to the point where like there's no other factors other than the game, right? Like there's no server, there's no ping differential. It's land, and it'll always be the purest and best way to compete, and that'll never change, right? Like there's always going to be hiccups. Um, we saw what Hydra lagged out recently or uh, I, I don't know there's yeah, always going to be shit with there's his, always going to be shit online on his side. that may not even affect yeah. the actual game but like the mindsets right like that hour and a half wait that New York and Optic went through right like that probably wouldn't happen on land mm -hmm. I, I mean no we've had we've had issues on long delay on land when people's consoles don't work like back in the day it when, definitely like... it, it, it's the closest it's ever been where like it's not it, it used to be way different back when we didn't have yeah. the servers and People are all over the place. Now it's definitely a lot better because people are all in the same location, so it's easier to find, like, fair servers. It's yeah. definitely a lot better in this day and age than it was a couple years ago, for sure. Mm -hmm. COD needs to become free to play. I agree. Oh, shit. That'd be great for the player base. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that one. Um, What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is I saw Fugue's take about Ace in there. I want to yeah, do that well, one last. We're, we're yeah, let's hear, let's hear Ben. Well, let's take a look. Was, it said ASIM is, is going to continue to fall off. The thing with a player mm. like Asim and the role he plays is if they're playing with zero teamwork, this guy's like 1v3ing because he's trying to go the right way on the map. I don't think but Yeah, that, of course I, he's, of course he's going to get smoked. He's... he's got no help from his teammates. I, uh, I personally, again, uh, I'm a big fan of the eye test. Asim has no problem shooting straight and fucking finessing and winning gunfights and making good plays around the map. The team has been off. And being the first one in, being that unselfish guy, it's not easy to do. And and somebody who kind of played that same role throughout the years, I've had my struggles, I've had my slumps, um, and it usually comes from when the team is on different pages and everybody's struggling. Asim is an incredible player, and he's still young, and he has room to grow and learn, and he's open, He's opened up to learning and, and becoming a better player over the years. Um, uh, I can see people, you know, he's, he, listen, he's over a bad month of COD, and this is what we're reading already, you know? And it, I guess, you know, we're, it is a hot take fucking thread, so I don't, really don't mind it. But I just don't think he's going to fall off. Um, 
And I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. But, um, this has been the worst game to watch for S&D ever since COD started. Uh, S&D is pretty vanilla, but we've had... We, it's gotten a little... Yeah. It's still kind of boring now. Vanilla? Yeah, vanilla. There's no, there's no, there's there's no gotta, like, surprise, no pizzazz. That's worse. It, um, I, Black I w? Ops 4? No. Oh, I w S&D is kind of wild. This is interesting. Actually, actually, there's no snipers. It, it, dude, Black Ops 4 would have been terrible S&D to watch if there was no snipers. Mm-mm. Or special. No one even got specialists. What, what is this? What am I'm just scrolling through more takes. Yeah, I'm just I'm just scrolling around. I W S and D was pretty bad. Um, control uh, S and D is for hit. Control is a dog shit uh, mode for competitive Call of Duty. The game mode sucks to play. Yeah, that's a play terrible take. Yeah, I agree. Don't, don't even finish reading it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, next sucks. Paris Legion is easily the worst org in the CDL right now. No YouTube channel for content, offering trash salaries, and our social media isn't fun. It's easy to see that they don't put out a lot. They of they don't know what. Yeah. Um, okay, they're probably gonna sell or something. I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of these like orgs that are at the bottom that just aren't really doing anything, maybe are just like not into it. Like I, I really don't know. It's it. I definitely agree with the take a little bit that Paris Legion could be doing a lot more, and and, and they aren't. Um, but what do you guys? What do you guys think of well, for the last take? Because I think we can have a discussion about this one. What do you think about the one under that? Clay is an overrated leader, only a hype man when everything is going well. Interesting. From the outside looking in, this year, I don't think Clay has looked like the best leader. And it's like, it's hard to blame him for it. He's been, like like we just discussed, he got dropped twice. It, it's a shit situation. COVID, obviously, has been hard on him, right? His mental's uh, a little iffy right now. So I think there's some outside factors at play. I would, mm-hmm. I would say for his career, he's been a great leader. I don't think many people disagree with that. He just likes Slasher. He's just very animated, right? Very, very passionate. When mm-hmm. you lose, like, if you go over something a certain amount of times and that mistake gets made in the match, he's going to let you know. When there's a hype play, he's going to let you know. It's just, like, extremes on both sides of the spectrum. Like, he's going to be really upset and make you know that when he's upset. But when he's happy, he'll let you know, he like, you know, the same shit. He'll let you know how happy he is and he'll get hype. People are saying Lenny in the chat. I actually agree with Din here. I think Clay has played his best when he has other strong personalities on the team to boy against his, like, sometimes him... Riding the, I said this yesterday. He kind of rides the wave emotionally throughout a series, mm. and on some teams that's not going to work because just like we've seen with Slasher, like you get diminishing returns, and then people are too scared to make plays. But think about the teams that he excelled on: the COL team back in the day, strong personalities. Nah, uh, that's that's. I mean, dude, Clay's Clay, Clay's like the reason why me and him vibe like pretty well is like we're we're sort of the, the same in the regard that it's like if the team is playing well then we're the best teammate ever if we're the team is not playing well then we're the worst teammate ever right ever. and i think a good leader and that's it's what it comes down to yeah think, but but i think a good leader is knowing how to turn things around and help the team grow when it when it's not going well that's where that's where leadership yeah, comes I, in okay yeah okay you know? we're talking leadership right but at the end of the day you, dude yeah, people it, gas it, leadership. People gas this like, well, yeah, well, like, like, bro. Yeah. It is not all on Clay to lead his team and be that guy. It, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of load. Like, you can't rely on Clay to always be the person bringing someone up or bring it. You know what I mean? Like, it needs to be. He's gonna get shit on. It needs to be a group effort. Yeah, if he's having to worry about other people all the time. I mean, Clay has struggled with it this year, having to worry about what other people are doing on the map, trying to teach people do this, do that, and then it hinders his gameplay. I mean, that is something that he struggled with, and he's yeah. been open about. You know, it's it's one of those things where everybody needs to step up and and, and be a role to the team. You know, um, but it, I definitely think Clay brings a lot of energy and hype. 
I definitely don't see Clay as like a crazy leader over the years. I think he's been. Yeah, I think he's been a leader at I, times. Um, I don't. I don't think there's ever like. But there <laughs> hasn't really ever been a. That's what I'm saying. Like who? Never, who, yeah. who? Who in this league has been like a crazy leader? That just like completely. Leads but see the here's team to see here here's the thing, right? Uh-huh. Is like Tommy, I would say from my experience, the only time where when I felt like you know I was that was like last year, right when we started, mm-hmm. you know, with with Kyler and then two rookies yeah. essentially, mm-hmm. and I, and I was telling and the moment I, we were on the team, me and Clay talked, we're like the most important person on this roster is Kyler because he needs to. He needs to be like the translator for the old fucks, and then he needs to be like the, you know, the the middle ground leader for the younger guns. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and it's like that. That's like the only. I mean, I don't know about other teams, obviously, but like usually everyone is playing their best when everyone can focus on themselves. Yeah. And what Clay's probably going through right now is when the same mistake happens like thousands of times over and you just can't fucking unsee it. Yep. And like, that's Haggy's like, like Haggy is a huge fucking issue with this. You know what I mean? I, I do as well. Like clay does like any, like you reach a point once you've been playing for a certain amount of time where it's like, you can't unsee, you can't not see those things. Yeah. You know, the only, the only bro. if anybody ever here has played a sport, you make the you make a mistake. Your coach the first few times will help you through it. You keep making that mistake, you're gonna get fucking screamed at. So I don't think there's that, any, any a, problem well, with that. Well, that's that's a problem. The issue is, is that there is no coach. I think the bigger problem overall. I a lot of the coaches. I, that's where I was going yesterday with it. Where it's I feel I like think, I think people need to. It's not easy, but I feel like players yeah. need to look at it objectively rather than emotionally because teams get very emotional, right? Like if Clay's yelling at you every single day, I understand how that can be fucking annoying, right? This guy won't stop fucking yelling at me. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's important to look at it objectively and just try to fix the mistakes and realize that, like, everybody there just wants to get better. Like, it's not – no one wants to yell at anybody. It's just – Do you want to go – I, I just, I just want – I haven't talked go about ahead. this much. Yeah. So I, want, I just want to say something. Um, go off. You know, the, the one thing for me is not about being a leader. The the one thing for me is being a good teammate. Um, You know, you need to understand – who you're talking to, how to talk to that certain person. Everybody is completely different. Some people, you know, you might yell, and then the kid gets butt hurt, and he's like, oh, he's so soft. Well, you know, maybe he is. Maybe he is really talented. Maybe he is a little bit of a, you know, a broken shell. Maybe you do need to build him up a little bit more than tear him down. There's some people I used to fucking get into. You know, I used to fucking scream at them because it was the relationship we had. And then there's some people I used yeah. to pull to the side and talk to them and be like, what's going on? You know, like Paco. I feel like that kid's like... You know, from France, you know, he's new, he's this and that. Sometimes I'm hearing screaming going on in the New York camp, and I'm like, you know, he's, you know, be delicate with the kid. You know, he's still soaking it in, yeah. Because he's still soaking it all in, and and he he's young, and he's from a different country, <sighs> and he's talented, and he's confident. And Krim's going to say, oh, oh. Uh, but, no, I was actually yawning because of, you're boring me, because that's all bullshit. No, it's not bullshit. It's Tommy, not bullshit. Tommy, Tommy, the, the first people, thing I say... Brother, the only reason why you say is bullshit Holy shit, I wish because... I could have teamed with you. I would have whipped you into shape. I swear to <laughs> fucking God, Okay, bro. right. And if you... And, and, and we would... And you're acting like I'm the type of person, Porter, who who didn't like mind yelling. I, we would have yelled at each other. I wouldn't have had a problem with, with you yelling at me. Yeah. But there's certain kids... Bro, Paco was on your team, and you were just screaming at him like a fucking asshole. Uh, Krim, you're you're one who have, who have teared people down and have broken their confidence. 
for sure. You yeah, broke, but, I, I but think Kyler was a main one. I think Hook was a main one. I think I think Hook has really struggled because of the atmosphere <laughs> on the team. That's completely different. That's completely different. If anyone, wow. it'd be Zinni. I definitely broke him down. Wait, a no, you bit. did not. I was great, <laughs> I was great on our team, uh, and you just... fucking know I was good on that team. Um, mm. No, but. Bro, realistically, you have man, to talk to people a certain way. Part of being a leader is knowing your teammates and knowing personalities and knowing yeah, how to talk. Yeah, okay, well, okay, well, oh, okay, I, okay. You know, relationships well, I are the important. To one no, area. this is a great I, conversation. No, wait, 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 no, no, no I'm on, not man. moving the conversation on, on this topic, but I want to bring this up to you guys. I think it is a thesis statement, and I want you guys to react to it. I think too often, <laughs> quality <laughs> players, right? no, no, quality of the players can't step outside the situation. They see everything as problems. The thing is, is they need to see as problems and solutions. And I think they don't lean too far into the other thing. Yeah, people keep making the mistake over and over and over. What's the game plan on how we're going to fix it other than let's just fix it? I think that's where teams get in that cycle and then they can never get out of the lull they're in or the, 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 cha- the issue they're in and they have to rotate players because they can never fix it. Everybody's different, man. Part of, part of being a leader is knowing... Yo, yo, move, yo, move me on my phone. I'm going mobile again. Okay. Uh, I need a this is what this happens. He I... needs a fucking cigarette. Let's drag him out. What the fuck happened to my team speak? My team speak just closed. Hold on, chat. We'll get right back into the action. We're not going anywhere. This is getting fucking spicy. Feasible. I'm now that things are starting to open up, it makes a little more sense. Like, I think there's just being... So, like, you, you argue in scrims, whatever. If you guys are hanging out right after, getting food, laughing just separates the, the the two different things right like we can be friends while also bitching you know like do you get what i'm saying i think the in-person not interaction a, the, is not every important. approach is gonna see the the genius and the, the difficulty and why professional sports is so hard why esports is so hard it's not a one-size-fits-all situation this approach isn't always going to work with a team that approach is not always going to work with a team you've got to feel it out but where i feel like teams come short is they get in this bucket where we keep making this made same mistakes over and over and over well that's not the issue the issue is you need to figure out how to solve that problem instead of sitting there and being your head against the wall because of the issue itself. I got a perfect example. Salim. Salim came into the league. He was 18 years old. You know, didn't really have a lot of experience going out, socializing. Like, he was just kind of, like, in his own little world, you know. Like, he he was very, like, antisocial. Didn't talk to a lot of people. Very quiet. When we first picked him up on the team, nobody even knew what he looked like. Nobody seen a picture. I was talking to Tommy and Banks, Temper and Banks on FaZe. They said, so who is this guy? I said, I don't know. i never seen what he even looks like. I don't even know what the fucking kid looks like, Tom and Ricky. I said, I don't know. I, they started laughing. They said, well, why'd you pick him up? He's disgusting. I've seen this guy play. I don't give a fuck what the fuck. Who you want to sell your AW montage. I don't care. Uh, we, you know, we brought him onto the team, and he was just so quiet, right? So quiet. And yeah. he was one of those kids who, who uh, personally, I think, struggled a little bit with confidence. And I was like, you know, MC was lucky to come into a foundation that welcomed him and was, was very patient with him because we were trying to teach him a lot of things and you know, telling him about, you know, certain things and helping him come out of his shell a little bit. And I think he has came a long way in terms of his personality coming out a lot more. Um, he's telling people, you know, he's he's saying a bunch of crazy shit now. You know, he's coming out of his shell. You know, he he has a little bit of a personality. A little out of now. his shell, a little bit too much. Be well, who me, cares? At good. least he's coming out and being himself, and he has a personality. And I think if he went to certain teams, like uh, you know, I, I, for instance, if he went to fucking Crim Six, you know, apparently this is some pussy shit, and Crim Six was getting in on the kid. I don't think Cell would have succeeded or, as or much Tom, as he did. Or Tom, if he had gone on. to Envy team of Pat. Like it would have been oh, terrible. I think that would end poorly for Can you imagine Pat and MC? MC, can you imagine that? Can you imagine? Because he would have killed him. 
MC, it would have disbanded. A... It wouldn't have worked, and MC would have yeah. ended up going somewhere else. And and that's it's... personally where my head's at. You know, certain people need to be treated a different way. And sometimes I feel like people don't understand that. They're like, some people are just like, it's my way or the fucking highway. You know, if you want to be a bitch and be a pussy, then you're a fu- then that's it. You know, like, they, they're just like, they don't understand that everybody's different. Like, everybody reacts to certain things. Everybody, like, that's what makes but, There's no silver bullet to man management, but go ahead. But Porter, we'll let there, you talk now. Is, you could go ahead and, and, and give your point and, and say okay, what you gotta well, say. Okay, uh, Tommy, first of all. Yeah. Uh, if I were to link you a video with the word, the the guy says the word cunt, is that okay? Well, you just said it. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean like, <laughs> what do you but mean? I mean like, will you watch it? It's a video and that word is said? Well, yeah, yeah, you just yeah, wait, said wait, it, wait. so I don't see why not. I don't see why not. No, 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 but that wasn't up to Tommy. That wasn't up to Tommy. I'm saying like, if Tommy yeah. were to watch this video. Here, Zinni, I want, I want to send this to you first, all right? <sighs> Here we go. Here we We're doing a, okay. doing a live show, but can you can you give us the point of what's in the video? Okay. okay. Point is, like, get to your fucking point, Porter. What are you trying to say? Fucking, yeah. You're a fucking teammate. Yeah. Okay. Like, the the way the team thinks should all be the same. Okay. Correct. Okay. And and it, you know if someone's making a mistake, this and that, right? I always tell them like the first thing I say is like, bro, there's no bad blood, like at all. We're on the same team. We have the same fucking goals. Like, if someone's coming at you, someone's grilling you and shit, like, mm-hmm. dude, they're doing it for a fucking reason. They're not doing it to piss you off, to annoy you or anything like that. They're doing it because you are in between. They feel like you're, that play right there is in between your team and a championship or a win, right? And if right. you're in that fucking way, you, you get yourself out of that way. That's okay. all it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, that, and, 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 and that's and, and so what you're saying is yeah, to calmly ahead. talk to them and communicate and say there's no bad blood here, but these no, are the issues. no, but that's a difference. No, sorry, no, 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 no. What I'm saying, Tom, uh-huh. right, is that like, listen, whether you guys like it or not, dude, fucking tough love works straight up, dude. Like depends with who, like, man. Okay, it depends with who. No, it depends on them, bro. Like. It doesn't depend on like how you fucking say it or not. It depends on how the person perceives it. Mm-hmm. So if you tell them like, "Yo, take your take yourself out of your own fucking shoes for a moment," okay? Like, think about it from a fucking neutral standpoint. Whatever the play I'm talking about, or whatever play anybody's talking about, right? Take yourself out of your I have own a whole, shoes. I have a really big argument to this, but you can keep going. And and literally, like, dude. Okay, Tommy, I already know you're going to say, like, oh, it affects their confidence. No, 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 keep going. Like, 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 bro, the thing is that that shit is being brought up to, like, make them play better. I want someone to to call out, like, what I'm doing wrong. Constructive criticism. Yeah, that's why me and Of course, I mean, if you don't call them out, how are they ever going to fix it? Yeah, exactly. Right. But that's not what I was saying at all. There has been been instances throughout the years that I've been a part of where people are just straight up disrespectful. They're talking shit behind people's back. They're yelling at them and, and well, okay, saying well that, people people okay, are saying well you're stupid, yeah, okay. you're dumb, then, you yeah, don't know yeah. how to play I, Call I, of I, Duty, this and that. Like straight taking things out of con- they're trying to really yell at this guy and just be disrespectful as fuck. It makes the well, other guy feel like they're not people. respected. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's a lot of pro- that's what's happened throughout the years. I've seen it happen time and time bro, again if, where people what, what, talk out of their ass. It's straight disrespect. Tom, it's happened to me. 
I mean, it happened to me earlier this year. I, I I felt that way, where I would just like, as soon as you, it doesn't matter how long you've been around, no matter how thick skinned you are, mm-hmm. if you're constantly getting told you're doing things wrong or people are talking to you in a way that you don't deem the best, like it's impossible not, it, it, not impossible. It's very hard to not like falter your play or like overthink things or become not not a shell of yourself, but like. Mm-hmm. Like like that extra millisecond of uh of hesitation. Like right. it, it's very easy for that to start uh entering your gameplay when when someone or multiple but, people are just are constantly but, just like right. sit, talking to you in a certain way. But that so, goes back but to my here, that, but that here's goes, the issue. Hold on, after this, after this, because I don't want to forget yeah. it. Like that's 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 what I'm saying. Like 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 for MC. Like Porter, if me and you are on the same table. Porter, what the fuck are you doing, you stupid bastard? What the fuck are you doing right there? Bro, I wouldn't say that to but that, sell. But that's the problem, Tom. Wait, you're Tom. not. You're you gotta know who you're. Ta- you're not critiquing the behavior, and that's no, where people get wrong. No, but I'm saying you have to it's, know who you're talking that's to. What, that's, that's what I'm agreeing with you because you it's a carrot and a stick thing. You right. Every team, right? You get there, and you're setting. What are our standards for a team? Like, what is our goal, and how are we going to get there? And I think too mm-hmm. often, what happens with players is they end up critiquing the person instead of critiquing the behavior, and it gets off of that level where. You first team together, and it's not personal. I'm ta- I'm giving you honest feedback, but what I say, you know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead, then they lean too far in the other bucket, and it does become personal, and they're not able to step outside of the situation to remedy that fault. Yeah. Also, coaches need to have a yeah, way more influential that. role in mediating things and realizing what's going on. And if 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 it, if a problem is there like this, to fix it or talk to the person, like I feel like a lot of the coaches just don't have the fucking confidence to say shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, guys, I feel like we're all kind of agreeing with each other here we in all a way. Agree. I feel like we're all saying it, but in different ways. Um, and I also think that's why Crim's also been very successful over the years. Like you understand how to talk like, to people and yeah, and, and yeah. say things a certain way. Like you're not. You're not like that. Like you, you might act like a little psychotic sometimes. Let's be honest, Porter. You're fucking, you're fucking, you're a maniac. Yeah, no, I'm, no, yeah. You and but, I are. You but, a bitch. But, but you're also, you know, you, you know what you're talking about. Like people respect you. Like you, you never down. You never make somebody feel like you know they're just like not a part of the well, team yeah, or, yeah. or like. Well, that's well, that's the thing is, and that's exactly why like. I mean, I think that I think that shows a lot to the success that you got. Like, I I feel that well, Porter. Dude, I've always dude, wanted to well, play with you, Porter. Yeah, always. It, well, How dude, many times have, have to... we tied the team team together? Go ahead, Krim. Yeah, no, dude. It's like when you critique people, bro. Like, you have to fucking gas them up while also like taking a shit on what they just did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you have to prove to them, like, okay, what you just did, like, is bad, and but then also like say how good, you know your alternative that you're suggesting is going to help them play better. Yes. It's critiquing the behavior and not the person, which is where people get faulted. And I feel like, I don't know if you guys agree. I feel like that's still a huge learning area for coaches across esports, and especially in COD. I don't think there's a lot of coaches out there is my honest opinion that are good enough to be able to mediate those situations effectively. And they end up being just a passenger and they don't do anything to counteract the bad situations that have these arguments that are not constructive and they don't end in a positive fashion and also guys real quick in the chat everybody's saying let this person talk let's guys we're in a debate a lot of people people in the call we're all trying to say certain things we're we're letting everybody say what they have to say you know people might talk over each other here or there i I see people in youtube comments all the time you don't let this guy talk you don't let that guy talk bro it's it's we're all like trying to get our word in you know when things pop into our head we're gonna talk over each other sometimes we'll always let people say what they have to say always we'll always give time fucking people time to speak well no Nobody wants to be disrespectful here 
and talk over anybody. You know what I'm saying? We always let people allow time to speak and, and speak their mind. But at the end of the day, I, I feel like we're definitely going in circles a little bit now. I feel like we, we're on the same page here. There's definitely, you know, you got to know you gotta know who you're talking to at the same time. Like, I wasn't saying when I was talking about the Paco thing, like, you know, to not call him out on mistakes. You have to call him out on mistakes. But sometimes you have to handle it a different way, depending on who you're talking to. Like, you always got to give constructive criticism, which then goes back to what Porter was saying. How, like, you know, like, you, it, this is just how it is and this and that. Like, you have to give him constructive criticism. This, Like, there's just certain ways to handle certain things, but sometimes it can get out of line. Sometimes people think they can talk to people a certain way. And then that's where Ben started talking about how it gets personal. Right, Ben? How things start to get a little bit personal yeah. um, and things can get a little fucked up. That's why it's important to be a good teammate, man. It's like it's it's we've we've talked about it on the show before. It's like team culture and, and being a good person and a good teammate is like such a serious thing. But that doesn't mean that you can't really dig into people and 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 fucking be constructive and try and get better. There's just everybody's different and everybody's personalities is a little bit different. Um, and it's like really important to understand that. It's super important. So I think it was a great fucking question. Honestly, great hot take. I think this is a really good idea. Now, Krim, where's the video? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that brings me to my next point because that was the problem with Hook. What's going on with the Hook video? Because yeah, this no, kind of well, no, relates well, exactly. into that. Well, so here's, I mean, you guys were talking about how, like, like no one did there. N- n- number one, right? Who knew about Hook? Who knew about Hook? What who, do you mean? Knew, who, who knew about what was going on before, like, we benched him? Mm, I mean, I a little bit because you, you told me. Yeah, but what? yeah, yeah, but not like, like, I think Zinny to you, maybe it was like the day of, and then Tommy was probably a week before, but no one fucking knew. No yeah. one had any idea, right? And that's how, like, literally, like, every single team I've been on, it's like, yo, it's us versus the fucking world. Like, this is our circle. That's it. You know, like, mm-hmm. you don't, this, this shit does not leave our fucking team, no matter what. Yeah. None That's of the best shit. way for it to be. And and the whole thing with Kyler, right, is, I mean, you guys will find out in the whole video and shit. I mean, this is sort of like what did happen was he did sort of break. Right? And there mm-hmm. was and there was times where, like, like everyone was trying to help him, you know? like, mm-hmm. And there was also times when I was like, bro, I'm so sick and tired of this. Like, like I'm going to be, like, I'm going to critique him, but I'm not going to do it nicely anymore because mm-hmm. it was just so many, like all I'm man enough to admit that, you know, it got to the point where I started fucking losing my shit mm-hmm. because I'm like, bro, like I've talked about this 10 plus times, you know, and, and back to the whole fucking clay thing is that's probably where clay's at right now. And, and, and that's the whole shitty thing is like, dude, at the end of the day, what really makes people lose their fucking shit on teams mm-hmm. is, is when people talk and they and no one's listening to them and it makes them feel like no one's listening to them and yeah. it's like or when you have to say the same shit over and over and over again and no out no change of outcome happens and that's exactly like and it's funny right because our perspective is so much different than than Kyler's because Kyler probably feels like that but we also felt like that too and yeah and it's just like I don't it, it, like the main thing for me is the respect. Was there respect? Was there respect there? Did you guys? Respect I mean, I mean, Tyler? of course there was. There was until there wasn't, Tommy. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just the main thing for me because that was that, like my yeah. struggles. You know, the respect. Yeah, yeah, like, like, and that's what I was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Is 
it hit it hit a point where everyone was just like what the fuck is this like what is like why even practice and when that shit happens that's when you're like you know that's when you're in a horrible spot you don't feel like you're gonna get better yeah no exactly and and that's some of the shit i talk about in the in the video but i i think it should it i'd record two takes first one was way too long and the second one was good it's gonna probably like 45 minutes um so it's done i mean almost done i gotta get it approved by people and then we'll go from there but it's but but definitely this week and i want to get it i want to get it out this week release the porter cut man no, the porter cut's never coming out. For the porter cut. Well, I mean... And, and, and here's here's the sad shit, right? This uh, is what fucking ticked me off the most, okay? Mm-hmm. Is that's like, you know, everything I said, like, this is a fucking small circle, all this bullshit, right? We, we were willing to get sh- publicly shit on by everybody. Yeah. If that meant not, like, we were willing to look like fucking idiots if it meant not shitting on Kyler. Like his, you, like, yeah, you guys like, didn't really give a lot of choice quotes to the media or yeah, any no, interviews exactly. after the whole thing went down. We were willing to stay silent because we knew that if we explained ourselves, that would shit on Kyler. And we didn't fucking do that, right? And then Kyler wanted to post this fucking video and make it all about drugs and shit when it had nothing to do with that. Absolutely fucking nothing, dude. And it's like, that's the whole sickening part is that realistically this whole dude it was just a fucking simple disagreement mm-hmm. kyler kyler's saying no one listens to me and then we're all saying you don't listen to us that's literally what it fucking like if if you were to go to the absolute root of everything that's it yeah but instead he wants to cross the line and make it about drugs and you know basically create the nickname el chapo six for me like it's just crazy because like you guys are like a top two <laughs> top three team before it all went down like you yeah. guys yeah it, like that well, here's, well, that, the, that was the craziest part is it's very hard to see um the extremity of, of how bad like you're saying it is compared yeah. to the results because if you're still placed in top two and you're having these problems it's like fucking hell I how mean, can it, I mean, dude, it was it was bad, dude. Well, listen, we got the video coming out soon. Hook obviously releases video. Once the video's out, we'll talk about it a little bit more. But I think we had a great show today. I think we had some great conversation. And, absolute uh, long one. It was a long one. It was an absolute it, banger it was, of an episode, It was a man. banger of an episode. It was a long one. What about the um, LARPing thing? Uh, I don't know. Krim wants <laughs> me to go LARPing with him. But because oh, because, because he came on a show, I might be bro, down now. Bro, I was one shot for the whole weekend, dude. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck I, does that even mean? Bro, okay, so so when you shoot suppressed, right, uh-huh. a whole bunch of lead comes back through the gun and goes into your fucking nose and your mouth and your face and shit. Uh, yeah. Bro, I was blowing like... You were what? Uh, uh, no, okay. Who? <laughs> no, no, I was blowing snot loogies that were like black. Yeah. Like lead. Black. And that shit... Is there a way to prevent that? Yeah, you wear a fucking mask. That's uh. it. Okay. I actually have like a little like filter mask for that, but I never fucking use it. Interesting, very very interesting. Um, wait, wait, Tommy, bring up the the picture of me smoking a nice bowl. Oh, you texted I, me? Uh, check your DMs. Oh shit. Let's, let's not promote smoking on this show. Come on, man. Smoking is good. No, it is not. Smoking is very smoking very is bad. Smoking is better than. Nah. than 
Better I, than vaping, right? It's got to be. Oh, I literally uh, smoked to uh, not that's be. A, that's a cool picture, though. Oh, wait. Hold on. The, the TeamSpeak info is like, you can see it in the background. Let me. Let me. Leak. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead. Don't let anyone leak this TeamSpeak, please. Oh, man. That will be abysmal. Wait, no. Hey, that's, a, that's a cool picture, though. I forgot the password to get in. No, it shows the password, too. Oh. <laughs> that's a pretty good picture, though. Check it out, guys. That's fucking Ian Porter. Chilling out, you got your fucking vest on and shit. You look like you're in the fucking army. Yeah, here's a photo, man. You know what I'm saying? You look like you're, you're fucking doing your I thing. I actually got man. a lot better. I actually got a lot better. No, no, that's a cool uh, photo, man. It's a cool photo. I'd fucking still outshoot you any day of the week. But no, you would All right. Am I, am I hitting this putt? Yeah, bed to the seam. Hit the putt. Hey, do not get nervous putt, today. Bed, do not yeah, get fucking nervous. Please knock the fucking putt Give us down. Give a good view. Turn the lights on. Ben J. Nassim is coming out hot. Hopefully, he does not miss the putt for a fourth time. In a Jesus. So dark. Jesus, he is thick. Dude, he's thick, man. Oh, oh damn. Shit. I told you. I told you. Oh, ben J. Nassim, he steps up. He's got the pants on today, not the shorts. He's going to get right into it. And he sinks the putt in for championship Sunday. Ben J. Nassim gets Finally. it done. I hit that that was a W. But that was a W putt. Great Finally place. made one. Listen, I don't use this putter anymore. I, I use a nice mallet putter now. I'm getting used to the struggle Dude, with this you gotta, putter. You got to stop wearing gray sweats. I'm about to act up, man. Great. <laughs> Listen, Jesus. I just go outside up, today. Man. I'm chilling. It's a Sunday. Off my Johnson, bro. Listen, man. Great plays out of Ben Janicine. Guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's uh, show. I thought today was a long one. Today was a great one. I really enjoyed the hot take uh, Reddit post. Maybe we'll do that again sometime. That was a I good feature, Tom. Good I call thought, you. I thought it would be an interesting uh, th thing to have. I think I read it somewhere. Somebody uh, posted it somewhere, like commented. I'm always reading comments for this reason because you guys have good input. Yeah. Um, so uh, whoever said that, uh, thank you for that. But the hot takes was cool. Uh, make sure to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Go to anchor.fm slash the flank to go check it out on all the audio sites. Go follow the flank um, at the flank on Twitter. Uh, make sure to follow at Crimsticks, at Methods, uh, at BenJDeseem, at Zuma, you know, all the good stuff. Make sure to go show us some love. Follow the stream, guys, if you haven't already. Hit that follow button. If you're enjoying, hit that sub button. And as always, uh, we'll see you guys in another episode of The Flank, and uh, have a good day. Hope you enjoyed the Have a good show. day. Later, guys.